Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. Give it a beep, bop, 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 bop. It's whimsically volatile. Gregory, Joanne Elizabeth McNulio. <laughs> yes, hello, how are you? I am a dyke. Yes, a well, distinguished, intelligent, knowledgeable expert. Well, that's what you wanted to set up this show for, is to let the world know. I'm also a fag. Mm-hmm. I'm fun and generous. So versatile, diverse. Diverse, and I'm a Dr. Seuss. You're a bit Seussical? I'm Seussical the Moosical. <laughs> yes. I feel, do you think that I have a gay voice? Do not answer that question. That is a trap. That is a trick question. You're trying to set me up here, aren't you? You're trying to get me trolled to yes. death. I'm Katarina Van Zeter jones in the movie... Entrapment. <laughs> Do you know what she says in that movie? She no, says what? this. This is entrapment. <laughs> she says the title really? in the movie just like that. It, to it's Sean good Connery. to. It's good to get the title into the dialogue yeah. like that. My other favorite thing is when people um, say each other's name for every line of dialogue. Oh yeah, like Katya. You know the film that I really enjoyed, and then you would come back. Well, with, Craig. Yeah. The thing that I love about that is, l- listen, Craig. Craig, you got to understand. <laughs> So, Craig. <laughs> no, Katya, listen, you have to understand there's a plot to get us. There's in, some entrapment. Yeah, but Craig, Kath, what Catherine really means is that she's saying to herself, hey, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Katya. I, I, I understand all of that, but Katya, you must listen to me when I tell you. But, that... Craig, you're not. <laughs> okay, wait. Ask me a question, please. What's the name of the show? It's whimsically volatile. Just like the theme song you just heard. Yes. Oh, and that theme song was generously sung, recorded and produced by none other than the incomparable and inimitable, inimitable, inimitable talents of Miss Leah Canali at Take the Canoli on Twitter.com. Ah, yes. Take the Canoli at Twitter.com. Go find her now. Go find her now and tell her what a beautiful singing songbird voice she has because that is the truth, Barbara. Please bring me the facts. <laughs> well, this is an exciting launch episode because we have a lot to cover. You've I've been go- to rehab. That's right. You've been to the rehab. And- they try to make me go to the rehab and I said, fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Yes, okay. Barbara, please. The facts are as follows. I went to a rehabilitation center mm-hmm. in Surprise, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, yep. wow. Okay. That's mm-hmm. that's the hot spot for rehabs now, right? It sure is. And listen, I'm going to tell you straight up with no... I'm going to tell you straight up. This rehab rocked my world. Really? I'm, I'm not joking. How so? So I'm going to... Okay. So what we have to do is... So whimsical means fun. Mm-hmm. Volatile means 
dangerous. <laughs> so when I'm not joking, I'm going to say that I'm not joking. Okay. Okay. So when I'm not joking, I'm going to say that I'm just Craig. Yes, Katya, please explain. <laughs> Craig, when, I, when I'm not joking, I'm going to say that I'm not joking. Okay, so Katya, when you're not joking, you're going to say but, <laughs> you're not joking. Okay. But Craig, you got to listen to me when I'm not joking. Katya, uh, I'm here. I'm listening, Katya. <laughs> <laughs> I have severe ADD. <laughs> that's fine, though. That's a lot of our listeners do. I may myself. So, you know, who knows? Hey, anybody out there with ADHD? The age is for huffing and puffing and this this episode brought to you by adhd yes darling in order to assuage all of your physical and spiritual and mental ailments why don't you pop a vibance <laughs> what's the one that isn't a stimulant there's one that they made and it turned uh, out to have a lot of weird side effects i think that's viagra oh right that's right totally well, no, no, different no, it's, uh, side effects Maybe, maybe it could be um, Levitra. Levitra. It could be Levitra. Ask your da- ask your daughter. Ask your daughter if Ari Piprazole is right for you. Do you know what Ari Piprazole is? No, no. That's fluoc. No, no. That's Abilify. Oh, okay. Fluoxetine is Prozac. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Generic Prozac. Oh, and speaking of uh, medicines and doctors, let's go back to the rehab. <laughs> let's go back to rehab. They try to make me go to rehab, and I said, "Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's time." Yeah. If my daddy thinks I'm fine, well, then my daddy is right but it's not right it's okay that's right yeah my dad actually said you do what's right for you and my mom said you better do it bitch so i went to rehab voluntarily okay and i went to serenity care center in surprise arizona and they worked my whole pussy out now before this you quit doing drag postponed a bunch of dates that Mm -hmm. would be around what december into january is that right something like that so right around that time, what was going through your mind? I had a complete and psych- a complete and total psychotic break from reality. Oh, okay, literally psychotic break. I could not tell what was real mm-hmm. and what was not real. So that would manifest itself how layers of self and reality were intermingling, and were the borders between what were real and not real were completely porous and indistinguishable. So hallucinations or hallucinations, visions. Uh huh. Um, auditory hallucinations. Ah, those um, are fun. Oh, those are hysterical. <laughs> Especially when they take uh, form in the voice of God. Oh, is that what God sounds like? No, but God sounds like this. Girl, please. <laughs> so, yeah, so God isn't having any no, of it. That's God, the kind of but, voice. but God's angel, Lucifer. 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 Mm-hmm. Not Lucifer. Mm-hmm. That's a myth. Oh, of course. God's angel, Lucifer. That's L U C I P H E R T. A lot of people don't know that the pH. They think it's a snap, and then they they think it's about fat farm. No, it's about Lucifer. Not Lucifer. Lucifer. Lucifer said to me, Molly, you in danger, girl. That's Lucifer's pet name for you. Yeah, Molly. So you're having these visions. You're having the break from reality. How long is that going on before? Even rehab is discussed or... Well, so I thought it was just a drug problem. Oh, okay. Ooh, no, mama. Barbara, please, please, Barbara, bring me the facts. So as many listeners know, probably most listening to this, you've had substance abuse issues. Oh, for the whole life. Yeah. The whole life course. The whole life story is riddled with trials, tribulations, and trauma. And it's been addressed on Drag Race. And sure. you've talked about it very yeah. freely on various social media outlets. Yeah. And so was there... a a relapse, I guess. Uh, yes. Right before uh, that, Tina, bring me the facts. Uh-huh. Tina, Tina, Tina turned her. Tina turned me into a trollop, a tramp, and a trickster. Oh, three T's. The three T's. One is for truth, trauma, and trials. Ah. 
I almost had a restraining order put upon me by a particular person whom I shall rename nameless, uh-huh. who shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. um, because he's a wonderful man and I care very much about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I almost socked it to another particular person who shall also remain nameless because I care about that person very much indeed. Wow. Okay. So were these sort of events the kind of thing where people describe as a bottom? Yes. This was rock bottom. In fact, this was like, if you have, um, let me think about it this way. If you have a wagon wheel, Watusi, mm-hmm. the, the, okay. <laughs> okay. Wagon wheel, Watusi, go. So this is the bottom. So you have the bottom of the barrel. Uh-huh. I was the sludge underneath the barrel. Okay. So yeah, you were about to crack through the barrel. Yes. It was the earth's crust being penetrated by the lascivious lewd and Libidinous Libidinous No 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 Because we can't say libidinous Because I'm a slut Oh okay I love being a slut So that had nothing to do with it A sexy loose understanding trollop (laughs) Actually sexy and Sexy lascivious underestimated tramp Do you realize Okay things are not going right Or do other people start telling you Oh mama no People people try to call me a genius Really? Yes they did darling They said you're a writer you're a genius? And I said, no, ma'am. I don't know what's real anymore. Oh, okay. How do you like them apples? So you're pouring out poetic oh, versions yeah. of... I'm pouring out visions. I, I get struck by a vision. The tears come into my face and I say, that's it. That's Saint whoever, mm-hmm. whomever. And I'm a very religious person. Oh, okay. That's right. So I have all of that mythology in my brain. Which, when coupled with... Psychosis. And uh, math. Tina. Can be a... A it can be ride. It can be a curious combination. Uh huh. Well, anytime you have mythology mixed mm-hmm. in with that, yeah, meth and myths, yeah, <laughs> go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you heard about the meth mouth? Mm, well, wait, that's when you lose all your teeth. Is that yeah. right? How about the myth mouth? What's the myth mouth? The myth mouth is when you put meth in the mouth and then you come myths come out of it. Ah, I see. It's a mythical meth mouth. <laughs> And, and it's a mess too. Well, it sounds it, like a mess. Jiva lisp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay. people are are starting to. They're not starting to tell you. They're they're sort of congratulating you in a way. For yeah, this. they're saying, "Oh, all of these words are pouring out of your mouth, but not one grammatical error mm-hmm. must be an act." No, it was a psychotic break from reality. So, how did you start the path back to? Well, nobody knows when I'm on drugs or not. I used to have a joke that I said, hi, I'm not on drugs. Mm-hmm. And that was a lie. I wasn't able to tell during except, any time. No, except here's the problem. It wasn't a lie. Ah. It was the truth. And my name is Dr. Ruth. No, seriously, Craig. Uh-huh. I never told a lie before. Mm-hmm. If people want to ever call me on saying a lie, I dare you to. Because I've never told a lie. Mm-hmm. I said, I love you. I always meant it. I said... I hate your guts. That was a joke. That's it. Okay. Never told a lie before. Right. Never told a lie. Yeah. I stand by every single motherfucking thing I've ever said on camera. Everything. Mm -hmm. It's all been true. Right. Everything. In reality TV, it's true. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the way to go. You can't. You can't lie on camera. It'll catch up to you. It catches up to you. I've never fucking lied on camera. Ever. So things are out of control. You're the sludge at the bottom of the barrel. How do you get to the point where you realize you're going to rehab? Because you, you then decide you're going to quit drag. And what prompted that? Um, I wasn't getting paid enough. Uh-huh. Sorry about it. 
Right. Sorry well, about that. That's it. a legitimate reason. Yeah, because people have to understand that when you get into full drags, mm-hmm. you are wearing many hats. And not just wigs by vanity hats. Thank you very much, wigs by vanity. <laughs> You're wearing all of the motherfucking hats. You're saying, hi, my name is Brian McCook. I play this character who is Katya. Mm-hmm. And I get into full drags. Can I tell you what is involved in that full drag getup? Yes, please. Run it down. Thank you. Well, I show up freshly shaved and laundered. And then I put myself into hair and makeup. Now, that alone is two union jobs. Uh huh. Okay. That is two union paid jobs. Hair and makeup. I and how long, by the way, oh, does that take? I'd say about two hours mm-hmm. minimum. If you want to talk about full camera ready for, yeah, let's say that. For Viceland or RuPaul's Drag Race. Sure. Or it's, that's a two hour gig, mama. Full drags, hair and makeup. That's a two hour gig. Yeah. On Drag Race, they give you about two and a half hours and that's generous. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're if you're a seasoned drag entertainer like myself, yes. you know from back in the day. Sure. Today, oh, yeah. So um, that's about I mean, you can get into full like from shower to stage. You can do an hour. Mm-hmm. But that is that is struggle. Yeah, it's pressed. It's, and... pr- it's totally pressed. It's hurried and struggled and strained. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's anybody, dra- any drag queen worth his or her salt is going to know that it's a struggle and a strain to get on stage in one hour. If you're any good. Right. I mean, if you're some bookie ass busted piece of shit. <laughs> then it doesn't matter. Then it's it fine. doesn't really matter. But uh, to, but to be honest, those bookie ass busted piece of shits, they take about four hours because they're fretting and hollering and, and, and they're like, what am I going to do with my nails? Do I glue the lashes to my feet? You know, and you're like, no, honey, no, honey. Look on Instagram. Look at Instagram. They've got all those drag queen instagrammable opportunities for you to peruse <laughs> and copy and f- pretend that they're yours mm-hmm. hello which you think would speed the process along but it's darling it certainly doesn't yes no craig can i can i tell you that your your radio voice is like butter well thank you very much i, pr- I appreciate that but craig this is entrapment <laughs> <laughs> katya i should have realized no. where was my mind katya no. i was led astray by the compliment <laughs> I was lost in the sun of your glowing words. Get your mitts off me. <laughs> I'm a senator's wife. <laughs> okay. back. To you had the back. photographer come in right at that moment. That's, oh. oh, damn you, Katya. <gasps> damn you. You'll never get your hands on me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> okay. So you quit drag because you weren't being paid enough and you felt it was time to address some stuff. But also, this is during the time where well, you're... Well, here's the thing. I wasn't being paid enough because I did not have enough time to sleep. Oh, I see. Yeah. I t- so the thing is, I quit drag not because it was anybody's fault. That was the hardest thing in the world for me to do, mm-hmm. not blame somebody other than myself. Mm-hmm. So I love to play the name game. Not the blame game. Not the blame game, Darlinka. Nope. Because uh, when you blame somebody, you do not take responsibility for your own actions. And guess what? I have done every single motherfucking goddamn day of my goddamn life, bitch take responsibility for your actions thank you very much barbara please <laughs> please barbara so also it must have been hard to quit drag because i would imagine given that so much success has come from it oh, and, well, and your recognition success is a four-letter word no but what oh. i'm saying is that it's so much a part of your identity uh, sure yeah that mm-hmm. to say i'm not gonna do this yeah particularly for a year yeah it yeah. was a heavy decision. Well, no, it was it was actually the easiest decision in the world. Uh-huh. The hardest decision, who the fuck is going to fuck my ass? <laughs> who the fuck is going to fuck my ass? To because, pick from the crowd. 
would you believe me if I told you that I'm a 35 year old man with a full bank account and a roof over my head and an interesting and compelling point of view who speaks many languages? And would, would you also believe me if I said that I cannot get laid to save my motherfucking life? Hmm. That's a little surprising. Thank you very much. Well, it's true. If anybody out there would like to lay my ass for free. Well, there you go, listeners. Let me know. Get involved. You let me know. Get involved, and then we'll review it on if, the show. If anybody can look into my pretty blue eyes and say, I love you. But I'm sure you have a lot of admirers on tour Ugh. and everything, right? But what's that like? Admirers do not pay the troll toll. <laughs> to get into the boys' the hole? The boys' hole. And I'm not talking about my hole because butt babies don't live. That's what I've heard. I've butt heard baby, about that. Listen, butt babies do not live. I'm not talking about somebody to breed my nasty sewer ass. <laughs> no, thank you, Marlboro. No, you're just looking for a pleasant evening. I'm looking for a pleasant evening among discerning, consenting adults. Uh-huh, sure. Not for any particular monetary value. Although, yeah. I'm, I ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> so I will pay for it to $200 maximum. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So you hadn't been active with anyone for i had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and that did not work out Mm -hmm. from reasons which shall go unexplored at the current time okay sure and that's okay because i wish that motherfucker well Uh uh-huh he is a great guy and he's you know we just it didn't work out and that's okay yeah that happens i laid with a few discerning gentlemen yeah over the age of 18 thank you very much of course and i've had many boyfriends not that's not true whoops that's a lie I've had many lovers. Ah, okay. I've had many, many lovers. But looking back, Craig. Mm-hmm. Yes, Katya? You know, Craig. I, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Katya. The thing about entrapment. Yes. Is that I am an entrapper. Oh, really? Yes, I do. How do you do that? Well, yes, I will. Okay, I won't. What? Okay. <laughs> so um, I, I set people up to fail. Oh, how so? I say, hello, darling. Do you have a little dance you'd like to do for me tonight? And they do the dance and I say, well, is that all? Ah. And then they say, well, yeah. And I say, oh, interesting. I didn't want that. Isn't that terrible? Well, it sounds like, yeah, you're kind of playing with the the emotions a little. Yeah, but I didn't realize I was doing that at the time. Do you know why? Mm. I was under the influence of illegal narcotics. Ah, That will tend to... uh, Blur the focus a little bit. Yes, I was arrested. You were arrested? Well, I was detained by the police. When's this? This was many weeks ago. Oh, I see. Okay. But not very many. Uh-huh. This was this current year. This is 2K8. This, this is 2K18. That's right. 2K18 yeah. is all about releasing the burden of authority figures from my, the, from my skin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is that like a rinse that you put on or no? it, It's a cream rinse. Cream rinse, okay. That's... It's a hot oil treatment. Oh, I see. Okay. It's a VO5, remove these shackles from my wrists because my, my dainty, hairy wrists yeah. do not deserve to be shackled. So it's, or it, shackled. it helps to preserve the skin and also yeah. rinse out the impurities. Rinse out the impurities and preserve my freckles. I have many freckles because mm-hmm. I'm Irish. Okay. Oh, so, speaking of which, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's uh, Day week. to you. Yeah. Your lazy girlfriend has a low life skyving drunk. Yeah. Well, and as two former Massachusetts residents, Ma- it's but, nice but, to not be around that. It's nice to not be around mass holes, but to be a mass hole in one's heart. You Do you feel you're a mass hole at heart? Through and through. Mm-hmm. I have no time for shenanigans, shatranigans, tomfoolery, <laughs> conflama, drama, trials, or tribulations if they don't if they don't sort of add to the exotic stew of life uh-huh. 
or if they don't pad my bank account. Let's be honest. Right, so I'm boring shenanigans are out. Boring shenanigans are out. Also, fearful shenanigans are so 87. When, apropos for St. Patrick's Day, the uh, mic cable for your mic is a green cable. So it is, isn't that a happy circumstance? It's a happy circumstance. And it's, it's green, not with envy, but with no, promise. Exactly. With the Irish glee. Irish glee. Yes. I have a ton of Irish glee. Everybody wants these lucky charms. <laughs> they really do. But you do. said they don't. You just no, said that they don't. No, no, no. They want to, they want to dip into the well Oh, but they don't want to hang oh. around and rinse out. No, the... they don't want to drop a coin in the bucket. I see. Bitch. Okay, drop so... a coin in my motherfucking bucket before you. Hold on, let me try that again. <laughs> drop a coin into my fucking bucket before you try to goddamn fuck it. Thank you very much, Barbara. Please. So then it's the beginning of 2018. You're having these issues, and you decide to quit drag. How soon <laughs> after that do you realize that you have to maybe take a visit? back to Massachusetts and then go to rehab. So I saw a damn ghost in my parents' basement. It's not a joke. My mother saw it too. She saw something. Uh-huh. And I saw it clear as the fucking day. It was about three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was very late. Yeah. We're in the basement. Lights all on. Mm-hmm. I saw a ghost. It was an apparition. I'm not, jo- I'm not joking or yeah. lying. And it was, it was like this. Shh. Had its finger like the librarian ghost in the fucking movie Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I was not high. Right. At the time. Because at this point, you had gone... Had you moved back to Massachusetts, say? Yeah. I'd gone back to Massachusetts for about a week, uh-huh. maybe. And um, I did get high there, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But at the at the time, I do not believe I was um, turned with Tina. Gotcha. So, and the trip to Massachusetts was to... Get back to my roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was it was to say, okay... I got evicted from my house, by the way. Okay. Hello. Um, but you know what? I, I did not get evicted, to be honest. I, they asked me very politely, and this is the truth. Yeah. This is the truth because I don't. I'm not trying to malign anybody on the on the on the radio. The the management company said very politely there was an incident. Uh huh. And girl, was it ever an incident? Mm-hmm. She was naked. Uh huh. She was screaming. Oh. We dear. don't even know. We don't know. We don't know. The security footage is somewhere. Uh-huh. But um, but she was turned up to twenty thousand. Yeah, and no sleep. Right. No peeps. What that doesn't make any sense. But um, I was naked and I was feeling myself. Mm-hmm. And I said to the cop, "Who are you?" Ah, uh. like the caterpillar from <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, and his name was Hughes. And I said, Hughes. But I don't know what else what I said. Probably nothing. But he looked at me. He looked at me as if I had the devil in my eyes. Which, of course, that is uh, that can happen when you when you get turned with Tina. Mm-hmm. Well, you already have a sleep issue, right? Like sometimes well, you have I'm trouble. I'm extremely hyperactive, and so uh-huh. what, and the th- the problem is when I had to quit drag because when I dropped the Tinta for uh-huh. sure, I realized that I did not crash. I see. A lot of people when they drop stimulants, they crash. Uh huh. I did not crash. Okay. Because I had a heart attack. And my whole nervous system was reset like a computer. Oh, you had you had an actual heart attack? Yep, I had a I had a cardiac event, Oof. significant cardiac event that was brought on by exhaustion, the good old fashioned MC Mariah Carey exhaustion. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, the good old fashioned Wendy Williams level exhaustion. When you work so damn much, you just literally pass out on the video. So you passed out at work, basically. No, I was at home. Okay. I was trying to get a certain person to come over to my apartment, uh-huh. and that person did not come. Yeah. But they sent the fire department. 
Oh, okay. And they sent the cops. Mm -hmm. But before the fire department and the cops sent, I had a heart attack. So how did that start creeping in? Did you get chest pains? I felt... So my brain was looking, working like a computer. I said, I could not... <clears throat> because we were texting, because it was about the phone. Mm -hmm. The phone was this wretched device where... It was uh, somebody who who did not currently really like me very much, which was very understandable. And somebody maybe who was a little bit afraid of me which at the time was extremely understandable. Uh -huh. But I said, please come here. And I said, everything is everything. Love is love. Da -da 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 -da. I tried to spit out every song lyric in the book and it did it at rapid fucking mm -hmm. speed. I think probably with no typos. Also, you're very, it seems like you're very goal oriented when you're in this state. Like you want. Oh, some... I want what a, instant gratification takes way too long. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and then I also got on the 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 um the voice to text thing where mm -hmm. I said, "I'm Gordon Cole. I'm in the lodge. I'm using this voice because there's no tone here. It's all black. It's a void." Uh huh. And I was literally shouting into the void of hell. Mm -hmm. No one can hear you then. Nobody could hear me, Barbara. But they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> well, neighbors can hear you. Neighbors could hear me. And they, the neighbors sure did hear me later on uh, a couple weeks later when I was truly turned uh -huh. on Tinta. Mm -hmm. But on the tiniest amount of Tinta. Uh -huh. tinta so let me ask, were you basically trying to sort of ration it or not? do that much no i was in that I mind said, state of i i didn't want it anymore uh -huh. i didn't want it anymore because it didn't work for me anymore but you're I, still doing it no oh yeah I, I, I did a tiny bit mm -hmm. i actually was doing workout supplements oh okay and that's just speed that's just good old-fashioned speed with no euphoria oh what's that stuff what are those like products fen -fen, i see okay like generic kind of like amphetamines uh-huh just stuff like that because i just love to be active sure you know what i mean <laughs> but I, but come to find out though I don't need any substances in my body to be completely turned up to 22,000 right. degrees. So, but then what happens when you do add that stuff to it? I slow down. Oh, okay. Right. The paradox. Then. The paradox. Yeah. The paradox of the hyperactive child. Right. Because I never was, I was never on, um, I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that I was put in a program called TAG. Talented and gifted. Oh, I see. Okay. Because they're like, oh, this, this motherfucker is high functioning. Let's get him into yeah. that program. Can yeah. I snap on the... Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. There you go. That's a good snap. Um, they were like, let's get this motherfucker into a little snowflake class. Because uh -huh. she's sensitive. Yeah. And she's got a story to tell. But the story was nothing. I was just really artistic. Mm -hmm. So they had me draw pictures and stuff. Um, it's interesting they would have that. At a, I never would think that at a Catholic school because I don't know anything about that. Oh, I get this Catholic school was off the chain. Mm -hmm. So it was a good Catholic school. It was a good Catholic school. Immaculate Conception. And that was in Marlboro, Massachusetts, where I'm from. Oh, but yeah. my my um, my aunt, uh, Martha McCook, she mm -hmm. was the fucking principal. Oh, wow. Okay. And she is an amazing woman. Mm -hmm. And she, um, yeah, it was, it was a small school, 30 kids each grade. I, I learned how to spell like a fucking spelling bee champion. I learned my ABCs, my one, two, threes, so damn good. But I left it after third grade. Because they it was it was a little too rigid. There was a bit of a um, there was a bit of a family drama uh -huh. because Catholic school is very no joke. Mm -hmm. Like right. you, you cannot have long hair. Right. Like you can you got to wear a uniform. I loved wearing a uniform. Uh huh. But if you're a guy, you have to cut your hair like military style. And sure. that's like th th things change now. I mean, Catholic school is a whole different ballgame now. My mm -hmm. my dad was you know they all went to Catholic school, but um, and then accordingly, it was way different. 30, 40 years before. Oh my that. god! Yeah, they'd whack you. Yeah, back in the day, rulers on you. the hand. Yeah, rulers on the hand, yeah. and they'd literally say. I remember there was one. I had all Irish teachers 
they were awesome. But one teacher was a little bit, um, she was a little, a little sadistic. I'm not, not going to say st- sadistic at all, but I mean, she was just firm ah. and she'd say, nope. Yeah. Like if you got something wrong, she, if you, we had to do a spelling test once, a spelling contest where we'd have to stand up and spell the word out loud. And then she's like, Brian, now you have to spell them backwards. Oof. But I got it. Well, yeah. And you're very verbally gifted and thank you with language. Well, yeah. Language acquisition. You're is, very good with words as Trump yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's all class, all class and very good with words. He's, he's great with, with words. words. He's like a wordsmith, that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Classy guy. Wordsmith. Yeah. Cunning linguist. Oh yeah. Good so guy. you were going to say that you never were prescribed ADD never. meds as a kid. Never. I jumped on the trampoline. I taught myself how to be a fucking contortionist. Mm-hmm. You just used all that excess oh, energy. Yeah. yeah. Anything I put my mind to, I can achieve it probably better than anybody I know. That's actually not humble. That's just true. I mean, facts. well, you can look at your track record. You know, you got I have a pretty damn good track record. Pretty good track record. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, you know, even back before everything, when you would be appear at Videodrome, I was, was always fun. excited. I was always so excited because you're my favorite. And, oh, Craig! And also, you were the most professional. You know, we had a drag wrangler, Laura, and. She didn't did have she to really, do. Did she really think I was professional? Oh, I, I mean, I did anyway. She never had to lift a finger looking for you oh, or trying I to know. find it. I remember you know, Laura. Yeah, Laura Doucette. La- Laura Doucette. Yeah. I fucking love her. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's, she's so the best. Good. Sh- shout out, Laura. Laura, if you're listening, darling, black is definitely your color. <laughs> so she would have to chase some of the other queens well yeah, around. frida fries <clears throat> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> perhaps perhaps sorry frida <laughs> but you were always side stage five to ten minutes to spare yeah never had to worry no because i was in a, i was usually on what was i usually on drug wise that's just, a good question because i wouldn't i would have no idea no no not really anything because I thought, no, I thought for, based no, on sober. stories that yeah. you were, yeah, ba- yeah. Because I remember we would have full sugar Coca Cola yeah. and Red Bull. Oh yeah, then for that's you, it. and that, yeah. that would no, be it. Because yeah, if I, back when I was doing Tinta, mm-hmm. um, and listen, there's no shame in my game about that. I yeah. do not feel ashamed in any way, shape, or form. Right. That. Well, I mean, we're talking about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's just and a matter of record. Do, okay. Yeah. Oh, if you're listening there at home, hi. Methamphetamine's real. By the way, it is. It does actually exist. It does exist. It's a white crystalline substance that is cooked up in a lab, and uh, it was used by the Germans to do Blitzkrieg in World War II. Mm. So put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it, bitch. Or don't. Or don't. don't. Well, you don't smoke meth. You vaporize it. <laughs> um, so yeah. But anyways, I do not encourage the use of illegal drugs because only for one reason. You don't know what's in them, bitch. That's true. I encourage the use of no drugs. How mm-hmm. do you like them apples, bitch? But- Substances are substances and drugs don't exist. So you can go on the record and have me what? I'll go on the record and say that. I just I'll did. have you do that yeah. as well. Drugs don't exist. D R U G S. They don't. There's no E in drugs. Remember There's that. There's no Druge. Ah! Uh, <laughs> there is no I in D R U G. There's no fucking their drugs don't exist, bitch. But it is. But at the same time, when you say that everything is a drug, then no, really, I don't believe in drugs. Well, I'm how is sorry. it different than substances? Substances are substances. Matter is matter. Energy is energy. Drugs do not fucking exist. Drugs are drugs to me are a way for the U.S. government to control the lives of impoverished people. Okay, sorry about it. Mm-hmm. It's just that's just a fact. That's a fact, not a fiction. So you mean there's a delineation between say prescribed medications and street 
substances i think i think so i think you have um eight years of medical training in order to ascertain which substances are best used to treat certain um situations that are other deemed uh unacceptable by uh authorities Mm -hmm. for example a hyperactive child is a gymnast in weight how's that like a gymnast in waiting oh okay i I got you i I thought you meant pounds weight oh, oh no 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 sorry yeah let me say that again a hyperactive child is an athlete um, who hasn't won an Olympic championship yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. So they have an excess of... Uh, they have an excess en- of energy. Yeah. But guess who doesn't have any energy? Everybody else. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Nobody has energy. Yeah. Like, I have all the energy in the world. I have more energy than Russia has in the fucking... In the, their stores. Mm-hmm. Their fucking, you know... But what happens to with ADHD when there's a lot of energy, but then the focus sometimes isn't as well they need to do circuit training circuit training being circuit training is moving from one thing to the next one thing to the next i got you boom 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 when i went to rehab i had a circuit i played basketball Uh then i played golf then i went on the trampoline they had a fucking trampoline okay so a routine i had no it was it was a routine yes it was a routine okay can i tell you my rehab routine yeah please okay i I popped out of bed at 5 Mm a.m now some it took me it took me a little while to get a groove there yeah because I was, I had a psychotic break. There was a member of the Hell's Angels there, hmm. whom I threatened with two golf clubs because I imagined that he called me a faggot. Okay. So I brought two golf clubs over to the the picnic patio table where yeah. everybody was smoking. And I said, "Hey, did anybody say the word faggot?" Uh huh. And everybody was like, "No, actually, nobody did." And I was like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. And they're like, "Yes, dude, back the fuck off." And I was like, "Okay, that's all." Just like, checking. Just checking. I'm going to go take my nine irons over to the putt-putt, <laughs> see if I can chip one of these balls into hole number five. So when you have the psychotic break, were you still in this break when you went to rehab? Yes. Are they, okay. And have you had one before? No. Um, so previously, methamphetamine just slowed me down okay. enough for me to like jerk off for three fucking days straight or to, um, you know... All the tweaky stuff that everybody talks about, rearrange the furniture, yeah. um, solve world peace. Sure. You know, um, uh, rebuild alarm clocks. Rebuild alarm of- clocks. Take apart my VCR that's been <laughs> ailing for months. Yeah, and make it work better. Yeah. Um, so, all that tweaker nonsense, which I love. Tweakers are my people, by the way. Uh-huh. Tweakers are my people. Yeah. Tweaker.org slash yes, God, you are my people.com. Tweakers are my people. Um, if you are a tweaker out there, I would like to say to you, hello, I love you. Also, why aren't you in my bed right now? Because literally I don't like, I like, I, so what happened is I started gravitating towards sex with drug dealers Uh because they're the only people that could keep up with me. Oh, I see. Uh And I'm, I'm talking about keeping up with me in the sense that like we could look at each other's eyes while we had sex, Mm -hmm. kiss on the mouth, not just have like gross, nasty, sore anal, where it's like, yeah, all the fists in the tri-state area need to go up my booty hole. Uh-huh. That does not excite me. Uh-huh. I'm not slut shaming. I'm sewer shaming. So you're more into what the what connectedness? Yeah, of, I'm not uh, a sewer. For example, right. like I'm not a sewer for disease and for fluids. Right. But babies don't live. Right. Exactly. They as don't we've live. Discussed earlier. Yeah. I mean, they don't live. So it's like the the symbolic nature of having a load deposited in your ass 
is a psychological mechanism. Mm-hmm. That's a psychological mechanism. But babies don't live. Right. Like a man. As hard cannot, as you try. As, listen, try, try, try. <laughs> Keep trying. But you know what else lives in your butt? Super gonorrhea ho. Uh-huh. Super gonorrhea. Life so saying, finds a way. You're, so you're saying, you know, wrap it up is what you're saying. I'm saying, no, not even necessarily. I'm saying plug it up. Plug it up. Stick a plug in there. Uh-huh. Dildo your ass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, as in, As opposed to... As opposed to live dicks with hot boiling cum from from places that you've never even considered. Mm-hmm. Like when you stick your dick in a thing, it's a contract. Uh-huh. And it's you, that thing could have teeth inside it. Well. You need to know what's going on there. That thing, my, my anal ring yeah. is so taut <laughs> and so tight that I could literally just do a, 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 a squeeze, a clench, and then a twist uh-huh. and rip someone's dick off their body. Well. So you better watch out. So be careful out there. You better watch out. Those this pussy be, yeah. got teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have anal dentata. Really? Anal dentata. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Well, I have anal dentartar. Oh, dentartar. Okay. Dentartar. That's, that's, that's right. so it's have, a little different than vagina dentartar. You have to brush a little bit harder and you, have, you should floss more because you have the buildup. We have to use the water pick. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's if right. If you want to get into this boy's hole, you better get, you better, get you better the water, water pick. pick. <laughs> <laughs> As the, any fans of Sunny in Philadelphia will know. Yeah, yeah. and you got to do the dush. Do the dush? But the dush is not the isn't tea. That, isn't that required anyway? No, it's gonna... not. No, it's not. I have a very delicate flora and fauna oh, in my okay. anal cavity. And sometimes I do not care to do the dush because it upsets the geology of my cave. Oh, interesting. And this is the truth, by the way. I thought it was a prerequisite to sort of most... Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. If we say that butt babies don't live, which they do not, and then we also say that a man cannot get pregnant, mm-hmm. which he cannot. Right. I'm talking about an anus. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think we're all in that area I think right we're in, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, when you uh, have sex with a butt, you got to wrap it up. Do you know why? Why? Because shit comes out of there, bitch. <laughs> but this is why I was asking about... The dushing, the dush? whether doesn't that sort of remove no, that? It absolutely does not. No, it doesn't. Okay. No, you have to have a very delicate control uh-huh. over the ecology of your anus mm-hmm. and of your GI tract. You have to have um, so a wait, that would involve oven. That, does that also involve like don't eat lunch after a certain time right. if you're going yes. to? And starvation is not a city in China, Mama. <laughs> starvation yeah. is a an actual thing that people do in order to. To cleanse and assure their lovers or potential anonymous partners that the butt babies are going to live and breathe down there. Uh huh. That is ridiculous to me. Don't starve yourself for half the day just to have sex. But people don't do that, though, right? They certainly do. No, no. I mean, not everyone does that. Is what but I'm saying. Many of them do. Uh huh. Sure. And I will not do that. Not for no man. Yeah. So. Remember when Meatloaf said, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that? Yes, that's what he was talking about? I think he was talking about starving himself for anal sex. I would imagine so. That seems like in line with Meatloaf's. I really do. I mean, yeah. Meatloaf, I'm not going to have Meatloaf, and my name is Meatloaf. Because he's not, gonna, have he's not going to skip a meal for anal sex. No. I will not skip a meal for anal sex, and I will wrap up that thing, because if you really want to get into this boy's hole, you got to pay the troll toll, and you got to wrap it up, and then there's going to be a little poo-poo on your dipstick. <laughs> so, no, thank you, Barbara. Back to... You go to Massachusetts, you see the ghost. Yeah. Then what happens between there and then you actually enrolling in rehab? Um, well, let me tell you something. Wrapping it up is a newfound thing for me. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Let's uh, definitely yeah. talk about this. Okay. So I am, I am a fan of condoms now. Yeah. Because I had certain situations with people 
wherein open relationships were involved and I want sex all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm a very jealous person. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm an extremely jealous person. So this is a double-edged sword. It doesn't sound like an open relationship would work. No, it doesn't sound like an open relationship would work, but I tried. Well, you know, you got to give it a try. <sighs> I tried so you hard. Try your best. I tried so hard to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> but also, a man is a man is a man, mm-hmm. and a woman is a woman is a woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I believe I have in my body... A delicate balance of fifty-fifty masculine and ener- of masculine energy and female energy, uh-huh. where uh, female energy to me is not about getting dicks up your butt. If you're a guy, or if you're a gay guy, or if you're, you're a bi guy, or whatever, I don't believe in that whole sexuality checkbox thingy. Meaning, I'm 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 a, I'm a man right now in this iteration. I have a penis, and I have the the gonads that I have as a human being are currently mm-hmm. uh, nobody's business, by the way. But I have no shame, so I'll share them. Um, I have a testes and a dick. So for me, that means now that I have a, I have a more male expression of, okay. a, of a body in this in this iteration presenting male, yeah, if you will, yeah. Um, so some people would call me a cisgendered male. I'd say, sis, who the fuck are you, sister? You ain't my sister. Stop calling me sis, mm-hmm. honey. So you don't like that? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm a very privileged person, not because things were handed to me, because I worked mm-hmm. for them. So when people try to throw labels at me and say, hey, girl, who, I say, who the fuck are you calling girl, bitch? <laughs> I'm a woman. And then they say, excuse me, you're not a woman. You're a man. I'm like, goddamn right. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Kind of. Yeah. Well, so it's like you can call me whatever you want to call me. Most people just call me Katya. Yeah. I prefer Brian if you're my friend. Right. If you're my friend. Yeah. So if someone you don't know approaches you and calls you Brian. If they say Brian, I'm like, hi, how are you? Yeah. I assume that we've met somewhere before. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes we have not. Right. So someone feigning familiarity is kind of a interesting. warning sign. Yeah, yeah, it's a little interesting to me. They say, are you Katya? And I said, yeah, that's the character I do. Yeah. Because I actually forgot who the fuck I was. So that's an interesting thing to get into. So um, that happened around when? This was the psychotic break. Right, right. Yeah, and this is when I was live on taping the Trixie and Katya show. Yeah. And I didn't know what was real anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who the fuck was my friend. I didn't know who the fuck was the director. I didn't know Uh who the fuck I was. I didn't know who anybody was. I looked over at Trixie and I thought, who the hell is that? But you would say that to Trixie anyway, right? I would say, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I looked at Trixie and I was like, who the fuck are you? Who is this person? Who is this doll? And I was like, who the fuck am I? I'm not a comedian. What am I doing here? Because I don't think of myself as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I really don't. You think, think of yourself as? I think of myself as A, as a, so, let me, no, because I had to actually break it down on paper. Uh-huh. And this is in rehab that you did this? This is in rehab. I said, who the hell Am I? Mm-hmm. Well, number one, I'm Brian McCook. Right. Okay, Brian Joseph McCook from Marlboro, Mass. That's easy. And then I said, okay, I'm 35 years old. Yep, I know my birthday. I know what, I know what, because this is what they asked me when I went to the hospital, by the way. I got stuck full of Ativan because I was, I was in meth psychosis. Now, for those who don't know, Ativan is? Valium. Okay. I think. It's it, a benzo. Oh, it's a benzo. Okay. It's something, it's, it's a tranquilizer. Gotcha. It's a tranquilizer. Um, Ativan is something to keep get you down from the mountain. Sure, honey. sure. It, they took it in my, they stuck it in my vein. Right. So intravenous Ativan, and I said, "What the fuck you put into my vein?" 
because I don't want anything in my veins. Mm-hmm. I did not want to consent to that. Right. Because I, who the fuck knows if they're sticking you with morphine, guess what's going to happen? Withdrawal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Lots of barfing. Lots of barfing. <laughs> Piss, pissing through your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, um, uh, so you're putting down on paper. Who am I? Who the hell am I? And I discovered that um, in this iteration, I am a man who um, prefers to have sex with. And then I was like, oh, that's where I'm not going to assume nothing no more. Who mm-hmm. the fuck do I want to have sex with? Uh huh. Then it all came crashing down. How so? I don't know who I want to have sex with. Really? No. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. But prior to this, you... I just assumed I was gay. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. So do you mean that you're not sure if you want to be with women or men? I'm not sure. I, I don't know who the fuck I want to be with. Uh-huh. And but, I think, but isn't this also the time when they tell you in rehab, like, you really shouldn't be pursuing any kind of... Absolutely. Uh, ...involvement with people? What is it, for a year? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, just we'll get back to that, but I want to know, is this the first time you've been in an actual rehab? Yes, first time in treatment. Okay, but Inpatient. you'd had long stretches of uh, sobriety. Uh, two or, and a half years. Right. Two and a half years of total clarity, of complete and total spiritual transformation. And I'm not joking about that. No, I know. but And that time period includes your time on Drag Race. Is that right? Um, uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I was completely sober both times on Drag Race. Absolutely. And they how- do not allow any drugs or drinking. I, I didn't drink. Or oh, they do allow drinking. I'm sorry. No, they allow drinking, but you uh, always... One cocktail. Yeah. I mean, one cocktail. You can't, yeah. you can't get shitty drunk right. anymore on drinking. And you, you would get the mocktail, right? I get the mocktail. I, had yeah. to, I haven't had a drink in... Well, I had one drink when I got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and when like was that? Half a beer. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was maybe like a couple months ago. And then I had like half a beer. Yeah. And then... But before that, oh, gosh. You know, maybe like a drink... And then before that, like five, seven years, some before that. Were you like ever that. a heavy drinker? Or? I was never a, mm, I was like a binge drinker, kind of, sort of. And then, like, I would say I could go back to drinking, but there's just no point. Right. There's just Which no is point. fine. Yeah. If you don't have to uh, If you don't get have involved, to drink, don't. why would you? Yeah, if, you're, if it's not something that you're already doing. Let it be. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think I'll take up drinking this year. It's yeah. like, no, bitch. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Have, a, have a glass of Wawa. Yeah. Have a glass of Wawa. Well, plus, when you got other things that you have to contend with, well, you right. don't need to add that to the Like party. medications. Like my high blood pressure pills. <laughs> so, yeah. how long after the end of All Stars was it that you went back to meth? Meth. Um, I was in Australia, and um, I relapsed there. Because I was so, I just tried to get a little piece of action, yeah. and I did, and then I got another little piece of action, and he came over. God, he was so hot. He came over, and I was, I was just sex kitten supreme. I was in. I put a little light light on. Oh, okay. I put a little wiglet on. Uh-huh. I put a little thigh high on, uh-huh. and I said, "Ow!" <laughs> I said, "I want to be evil." Uh huh. And then I was totally evil to this man. And I was just clawing the curtains. And when they come in and I'm like that, they do not know what to do. Uh-huh. You're a I'm full, a sex kitten. Full tilt. Full tilt cat woman. Yeah. Like, claw, like just writhing around in total ecstasy. Uh-huh. And not even having anything to do with them. No, it's, a, it's sort of self-generated. It's self-generated. I am the most... I can... When it comes to pleasure... 
uh-huh. I am no stranger. <laughs> like I can pleasure myself. I can pleasure other people if they are interested in making eye contact. So eye contact is really key. Ugh. It is in a lot of this whole face down ass up thing. Uh-huh. I just can't. Really? I just can't. Yeah. You want to breed me daddy and all this crap. It's like, A, bitch, I am motherfucking daddy. Uh-huh. B, but babies don't live. <laughs> and C, look me in the eyes trick. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? So that's a big part of it for you. The connectedness, yeah. even a, a one night thing. Yeah. And now you know I'm real because I'm talking like I think I'm black. <laughs> and you know what I mean? <laughs> it is like, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are you doing with your life? Yeah, yeah. Why can't you look me in the eyes? And it's the thing is, is that people are, people are very afraid to say, I'm just not that into you. Right. If someone said that to me, nobody has ever given me the grace mm-hmm. of that to my face. I would probably ask them to marry me <laughs> well there's the another That's, paradox that, there's there. the rub there's yeah the rub. there's the rub kids if somebody said to me like you know brian um i really th- i think you're you're a really great person and um you know you're really intelligent you have a lot going for you but and this hurts me a lot to have to say it, it there's no like great way to say it i just don't find you that attractive enough to date you mm. I'd, I'd like to be your friend i'd be like that was way harsh, Ty. Do you want to go get some bagels? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, uh-huh. just like that is really hard. It's hard to hear. Sure. But it's not ugh, like, I think that didn't they make a movie like that? He's just not that He's into. just not that into. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. seen it, but uh, duh, obviously. I yeah. I haven't it. either. Yeah. But who cares? But it's, that's something that you can, you don't have to ghost. Right. And you don't have to give an excuse. Right. I've had to do this a couple times in my life. Ghost, you say? No, meaning, or not no, ghost. no, do no, this no, upfront thing where you say. I ghosted once. I ghosted. Um, I ghosted my first kind of boyfriend, and um, I'll never. I'll Ghosting's never cruel. Oh no, it, it, it's the cruelest thing to do. Yeah, it's it's, it's the mean, thing really, because the other it person is, sort of link, like they're they could be pining. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. They don't know, and then when they realize, it's. Oh. Even worse because they yeah. feel like they've been a fucking idiot the a whole time. A fucking idiot. Which is the worst feeling. The worst feeling. I actually am I'm literally like going through that right now. Yeah, um it's because the worst. I saw a ghost while I was ghosted. Oh. That's a little too much irony for me. Mama. That's a double whammy. That's a double whammy. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. But um I ghosted um I ghosted my first little boyfriend. It was I was like fifteen or something. Uh-huh. I just I woke up one day and I was like, I th- I'm not I'm just not into this and I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't really know why. He was very, very handsome. He made me so, it was so hot. Uh-huh. I used to pre-cum like a faucet, <laughs> like a faucet. Like we would be making out. My dad would come pick me up and my underwear would be like soaked with pre-cum. It's so nasty. <laughs> like so hot and so, but yeah. and then all of a sudden when I woke up and I was just like, I don't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't, and it wasn't, I don't like him anymore. You just don't like him like that. I just didn't like him like that. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Because he was objectively very cute. Yeah. But it just was um, a hormonal thing. Sure. It was just a hormonal thing. Who the fuck knew? You know, it was like, I'm a black widow spider. I move on. Uh-huh. So that's you know? easier for you. You When it's gone, it's gone, that feeling. But I don't, not anymore though. Because uh-huh. that was that was in the fucking eighth grade, man. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's a long time ago. Yeah. That you're just trying to figure stuff out. And I didn't have the emotional wherewithal or the, 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 the you know, the, I couldn't articulate to that guy like, Hey, listen, I don't know what my hormones and emotions are doing because we're both gay. We're both goth and we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, his name was, uh, oh my God, I remember his name. His last name was the name of my fucking 
grandfather. Isn't that so crazy? Mm. Wow. So weird. And double A was his initials. Isn't that so crazy? <laughs> double A. What a fucking premonition. AA. AA, man. Anyways, um, super awesome guy and so fucking talented, yeah. talented artist. Like, yeah. And probably is like having the best life somewhere. Hopefully. But just, but one day the, the uh, attraction or whatever. It just kind of faded. But it was like, that Does was Does it ever just do like, that in reverse? Does it, do you ever have that in reverse with someone? No. That, uh, I'm just curious. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like oh, someone that you know and you And then known they become them. attractive. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, but I don't, I don't see people like that. How do you see them? I see them how they, I feel like I see them the way that they see themselves. Okay. Except for, I made two big mistakes. Which are? One boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I saw the way that he, I didn't see him the way that he saw himself. So that's why I fell in love with him. Oh, okay. So you were. Cause he hated himself. And you saw him as a totally different. I saw, I saw him the way that I think like a person who would love him unconditionally saw him, which was a man. Uh huh. And that's it. I can fall in love with any man. Mm-hmm. I can fall in love with any woman because I see what I see what's good about them. Mm-hmm. I don't see the bad shit, but this guy had a lot of dark shit, uh. not bad shit, dark yeah. shit. And I love the dark stuff. Oh, you have a troubled. Well, I'm a soul. troubled teen myself. <laughs> but I, I saw the light, Caroline. Yeah. And I got myself out into the light. Uh huh. I'm a soldier of Christ, ho. <laughs> Seriously, you know. Yeah. And I, and I, I see the light in everybody. Mm-hmm. You cannot find me a motherfucker who's who says they're so dark and dim and on death row. I'd be like, girl, please. Everybody has light and. Well, also when people parade themselves around as damaged goods, that's a whole routine anyway. Oh yeah. Oh, exactly. It's a whole fucking routine. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. We all don't. Nobody knows what they're doing. That's true. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Can we take a cigarette break? Yes, we can. Okay, fine. It's so we're having some nice refreshments. I have some iced tea and water. And I've got a tab. Yes, you have a tab. You know, this is funny because the tab makes me think of Scrooged. Oh, is there tab and Scrooge? I haven't he, seen that in a he while. He takes a vodka with a splash. Oh, that's tab. right. That's right. Yeah. Just a splash. Just a splash. He likes them pale. He does. And this is, do you know, this is funny because I feel like Batman and Pat and tab is bat spelled backwards. <laughs> so are you tab man? I'm tab man. Yes. I'll pick up the tab. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miss, uh, Michelle Visage Just yeah. just in general Just for fun Because she is the face of a woman That's all That's all That's all That's all That was that little bit Oh wait 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 wait! Yeah. I'm gonna show you my tattoos Oh yeah wait um, Okay hold on Okay for the, I'm gonna describe them to the listeners at home I'm gonna put my microphone down for just one moment And I'll narrate And then I'm going to um, I'm going to Hold on Are these second. new tattoos? Hold on you, Describe to me So I'm going to pull down the I'm going to grab my card And hold on a second Okay Brian is um, Slowly removing a sweater Jaunting over to the table Getting some stuff out of a bag There is a little packet A little mini purse if you will A wallet of sorts There is a, a lot of plastic cards Here we go Okay I've got it Well I got it Okay <laughs> Um, Cal Morrison, tattooer. Oh, okay, tattooer. He's a tattooer. Mm-hmm. Not a tattoo artist, a tattooer. No, he's a tattooer. He is the doctor, the emergency room of tattoos. <laughs> okay. So and when you need an emergency tattoo, I'd say, hey, you go to Cal. What's Cal's social handle? Does... Oh, I'm, 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 it's coming right up. I don't know how you spell that, it's so that's going to be purity through 
obscurity. Purity through obscurity. Isn't that fucking fabulous? That's good. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch with Cal, yeah. I'd say you just holler over to gmail.com and say, Cal Morrison tattoo at gmail.com. Would you please find it in your heart to uh, emblazon my flesh with some obscure but lovely ritualistic imagery? And if you want to go onto the World Wide Web, you just say yourpalcal.com. That's Y-E-R-P-A-L-K-A-L.com. There you go. Pretty comprehensive list of ways to get in touch with Cal. <laughs> and he does not appreciate you belching in his face while you're tattooing. Well, did you learn that out uh, that firsthand? That's just an assumption. He you're just going on it. his general vibe. His general vibe is cool, calm, and collected. Okay. He's also six foot six inches tall, drink of so when did you get these tattoos oh sorry sorry okay very recently i have one that is fresh right now yeah you can see this this is Pateskeva. take a picture of it for yeah the uh, the internets i've got another one this is mm-hmm. the pope il papa mm-hmm. and how did you come to decide on one. these this is the devil and these were all done within a very short period of time very short period of time and this is one this is a, a drawing that i drew in high school now when did you decide to get tattoos? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Because, <laughs> Craig, yes, Katya. This, is not, <laughs> this is not entrapment. No, no, this no, no. This is no. not. You liar and lecherous cretin. What are you trying to get me into, Katya? Ah, Craig, this is entrapment. He's, he's forced me to remove my article of clothing. Ah, <laughs> ah. Just kidding. Um, that Craig will be is, redacted. Craig, yes, it will be redacted. Craig is not, nor has he ever been, an asshole. Why, thank you. I would like to humbly submit to the court the following <laughs> articles of interest. <laughs> Mr. McNeil. Number one, that you are a good man. Ah, thank you. And number two, that you are a fabulous DJ. Oh, well, thank you very much. I, I'll, I'll take that happily. And number three, that you are a consummate and professional, exquisitely talented and expert podcast host. Ah, well, thank you. It's lovely working on this with you. The pleasure's all mine. Okay, so back to Cal. And find me at Video Drum Disco. Yes, I, 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 I would imagine you would. <laughs> <laughs> I would certainly hope so. So Cal is, is the man, and he is the man with the master plan. He tattoos my flesh with the most expert and thorough hand. Mm-hmm. And I love him dearly and truly and madly and deeply. And he works at True Tattoo, yes, yes God, in Hollywood. Where did you find Cal? Or how I did found, you get I walked, touch? I waltzed into True Tattoo and I said, excuse me, sir, would you like to tattoo these tarot cards on my body? Yeah. And funny, we say tarot cards because that's a misnomer. That, it's yeah, tarot. It's, right. But guess who, instru- who, guess who um, instructed me with his absolute wonderful eye? Who? Vlada Benedetti. Ah, who we'll be talking to shortly. We're going to be talking to Vlada very shortly. Now, in terms of um, expert eyes expert intuition and psychic capabilities and intuitive abilities vlada is the one interesting okay. vlada is the one now i also know another person whose name is ben mccoy mm-hmm. the real mccoy ah. as it were yeah now the, the ben mccoy is a person who defies description in almost every single sense of the word yet you're going to describe him yet i am going to describe him because he is a she or ah. is she? Hmm. Well, you can call her he, you can call her she, you can call her Regis and Kathy Lee, <laughs> just as long as you call her. Thank you, RuPaul. That was a RuPaulism. 
Is that a great expression? That is a good expression. Shout out to RuPaul Andre Charles. Mm. The Rack. Listeners might be familiar with the. Uh, I'm not RuPaul's sure if you've work. ever heard. You know, I'm just going to recline here for a moment and wax poetically about a particular person. A particular person who actually, well, I'm just going to show it to you. The Scorpion. Ah. The Scorpion Queen. So tell us a little bit about your relationship with RuPaul. Well, when I was in rehab, we went scorpion hunting. Scorpion hunting. Is that a common practice in rehab? In Phoenix, Arizona, it certainly is. Because the area is filthy with scorpions, is that right? It is just filthy and rotted and gutted with scorpions. I'm trying to get comfortable in this, this... What's this, happening? Do we need to move the no. um, ottoman over further? Because there is a one bit of the couch that has a bit of a... Like, if you're laying down, it's a little uncomfortable. Are you at I that point? I feel very comfortable. Oh, good. Okay, good. It's a comfy couch. I think I'm going to close my eyes for a moment. That's fine. And no one can see. Nobody can see. Don't make me sing. Um, RuPaul Andre Charles is my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. The mother and father I never knew I wanted... The mother and father I certainly did not need <laughs> because my own parents are fabulous. Yeah. But RuPaul taught me three things about Hollywood that she teaches everybody. Mm-hmm. Those are? Show up on time, mm-hmm. be prepared, mm-hmm. and don't complain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ding, I thought you were going to say ding. don't fuck it up. but No. She says fuck it up all the way you want, Yeah, but Caroline. just don't complain. That's Do not complain. Mm-hmm. She says... Where are the receipts? Sorry, that's Whitney. Um, <laughs> but she says, show up on time, be prepared, no complain. And I took that all the way down to Fiorucci Boulevard, sold it, and then got myself on a motherfucking HBO show, bitch. Yes, God. Sorry, which HBO show is it? Room 104. Thank you very much, Barbara, please. So that's available on HBO now? Nope. It's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. It's on season two. Ah. I think it's the eighth, eighth, uh, I think it's the eighth episode, but let me tell you a little teeny tiny story about that. Yeah. Michael Shannon, ah. two-time Academy Award nominee. Yes. Judy Greer, the funniest lady in showbiz. Mm-hmm. Funniest white bitch. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. The three of us, we played, um, oh, I don't think I can talk about it. Oh, you can't talk about it? Okay. So we'll talk about it in the future. Okay, you we'll can leave that future. part in, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, we can leave that part in. It's coming um, out soon, it's and it also soon. stars Michael Shannon and Judy Greer. Michael Shannon and Judy Greer. It's a Duplass Brothers production. Also directed expertly and written as well by the fucking incredible Liza Johnson. Ah. She did, I think she did episodes of Feud. Uh-huh. She's a fabulous director. I felt fully supported. I felt fully encouraged. I felt fully realized that I was dressed up as a Russian transvestite traveling companion. How on earth did they ever arrive How? at that for you? I don't. Oh my god, it was such a stretch. <laughs> it was just crank. It was months of classes crank. and yeah, classes upon classes. Dialect coach. Dialect coaches upon coaches, and I just tapes. I did not know what to do. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. I did not sound like Dracula. Right, right. Because Dracula is different. Dracula is Transylvania. That's right. It's a whole different. It's a whole cadence. different gig, you fucking douchebag yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> um, Craig. Yes. Yes, Katya. I have a challenge for you. Sure. What's that? Have you accepted Jasmine Masters as your personal savior? Uh, no, but I've been considering it. I think on your suggestions. Will I? Um, would you please grant me the opportunity? To persuade you into the light of Miss Masters? Sure, I'm open. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm trying to I'm going to quote as much verbatimly as I can the gospel according to Miss Masters. Mm-hmm. Here we go, ready? Fellas, do you like good juicy pussy? 
Find yourself a big girl. Let me tell you. Them big girls got some good old juicy pussy and a lot of guys don't want to tap on them. Now don't get me wrong. Some of them pussies might stink because they big and they don't wash real good. But one time I went diving deep in some fat girl pussy. And I was married that bitch. And I was 15 years old. As a matter of fact, Guadalupe, McGillicuddy, if you out there, girl, contact me because you had some good old juicy yank yank. How well, is that? With that kind of inspirational um, statement, I I have to it, also ask about. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I, listen, so I know I just got off topic, but I'm all about being inspired mm-hmm. by people. Yeah, people inspire me to be a better person. Number one, God. Number two, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Number three, my family. Number four, RuPaul. Number five, Jasmine Masters. That's quite a heady bunch. That's it. That's all I got. Number six, Kennedy motherfucking Davenport. Uh-huh. Honey. Newark, LaGuardia, Charles de Gaulle, Tokyo Narita, <laughs> Kennedy Davenport. That hoe. Now, Kennedy is six. Did I say six? You yes. said six. Yeah, you said that's all I have, and then you added the six. I'm going to add a seventh. Craig McNeil. Why? Thank I'm going to add an eight, because eight is great. Blythe Russo. Yes, shout out to Blythe. I'm going to add a nine. The Devil. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. Anton Xander LeVay. Uh-huh. And then the number 10, Svetlana Horkina. Now, Svetlana is... The best Russian gymnast in the history of modern artistic gymnastics. Did you enjoy the recent Winter Olympics? I know that's not... Alina Zagitova. Who... Is incredible. Now, what was her... She did a program on... She was a figure skater. Mm -hmm. Alina Zagitova. And she did a program that my friend Michelle sent me. And I have never seen it. I'm not. In, I'm not big into ice skating. This is not my jush. Mm-hmm. Now jush means justice, understanding, satisfaction, and honesty. Ah. Um, that's not my jush, but uh, that's from Miss Masters. And it's not by your dush. It's not my dush. But you got to do the dush if you want to get your jush. That's Miss <laughs> Masters, straight up. So Alina Zagitova did this program that was so breathtaking because she does all of her dancing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is about a four. This is like a four and a half minute program. By the okay. way, she does all her dancing. These beautiful twists and turns and. Um, scales and spins and all this kind of rigmarole and then she goes into the jumping i see at the end okay i think if i'm not mistaken which i could very well be mistaken the the guy said that she it's like doing a marathon Mm -hmm. and then doing sprints it's incredible i've never and she's like 16 years old or something 15 16 something like that i'm not going to wax poetic about figure skating because it's not really my jush but she is and all the while yeah looking like a fucking supermodel, mm-hmm. like a supermodel, not breaking a sweat, just flawless paint, flawless hair, flawless costume, flawless figure, flawless everything, smiling. I'm like, only in Russia, mm-hmm. only in Russia, only in Russia. Sorry about it. Russia's the best. Whoopsie, I said it. To go back to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scorpion hunting. Yeah. How we, early or late in the program do you start scorpion hunting? Well, it's it, the the scorpion hunt happens at night for anybody who wishes to go on, along. Okay, so Deray and Shay, mm-hmm. these are ugh. Deray was the tech. Deray was Shay Deray and walk Shea away. Shay Deray and yeah. walk away. Yeah, Shay Davis. Um, so Shay Deray, we walked away. We went. Uh, no, we didn't walk away. We stayed put. But anyways, we we took a UV light 
and we shined it on the cracks in the uh, the perimeter fence. Uh-huh. The, the, it was a stucco kind of uh, partition, uh-huh. and it was cracks in there, and they keep the heat. Okay. So at the cold, you know, the cold desert nights, the scorpions are going to be in the cracks. So we used that UV light to go hunting, and mm-hmm. then we saw it bright neon. Oh, they they appear neon they glow under the UV. Wow. bright yellow neon. Uh-huh. And then Shay took the nine iron or the chipper. It was a, it was a golf club. It's called yeah. a chipper, and he smushed it, and then it just stayed there. The corpse of it. Now two days later, I went back to the corpse and I broke off its tail. As a memento, I was going to eat it. <laughs> I was really? going to eat a single notch on the tail just to have a bit of the scorpion inside my body. But I decided to chicken out because I didn't know if the venom was still venomous That's in the tail. Probably the better choice. But then Thank you, you then much. you got the tattoo. Well, I got the tattoo before. Oh, you got the tattoo the before. Okay, so you got the tattoos before you went to rehab. I got the tattoos before I went to rehab. I just got another one. I got St. Parascava as soon as I got out. Now, Parascava, uh-huh. she was, um, now the, the legend goes, Emperor Antoninus, the Roman emperor, captured her and tortured her because she was a, a disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. She was a preacher, a missionary. Mm-hmm. Threw her in a, a vat of boiling oil. Ah. And then he said, what's the matter with you, darling? Why aren't you boiling? And she took a, a bit of the uh, the oil in her hand, threw it in his eyes and blinded him. And he screeched and screeched and screeched. And she said, do you want me to heal you, bud? And he said, yes, please. And she said, okay. She healed him and he sent her on her way. Well, all's well that ends well then. Exactly. And so she was. she's an icon, literally a Russian icon. I want to go back again, though, to, to Arizona. Well, oh. the, the stuff surrounding the scorpion hunt. The well, stuff Rue. you didn't, yeah. Rue's a double scorpion. She's literally the black scorpion queen. Okay. She's a double Scorpio. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes, God. And now she, that means the personality is what? That means the personality that she is a locus of power. Mm-hmm. She is um, dynamic. She is volatile. She is powerful. And she is emotional. It's a water sign. Mm-hmm. So now you said to me once that RuPaul is also very much an introvert. She says she describes herself as an introvert masquerading as an extrovert, which is absolutely true. I mean, it, she keeps to herself. She mm-hmm. needs a lot of alone time. She loves to, I believe she loves to travel alone, which uh-huh. I also do. I really? loved, yeah, because we're people, people, uh-huh. we, we know how to talk. We know how, to, I mean, she's very famous by yeah. the way. I mean, she's extremely famous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but so traveling with her is not only is she extremely famous, she's extremely tall. Yeah. So she sticks out in a crowd. Sure. So I think that she wears disguises. Oh, really? I think so. I would if I were her. I would love to see a, the uh, like the top five disguises. Oh my god! Well, you can't go wrong with it with a SARS mask. That's a pretty. But good I'm one. not trying to blow her cover because I actually I think it's great when people wear SARS masks, not as they're not SARS masks, by the way. But like when people wear um, what do you call that? I guess uh, just those little face masks. That, yeah. that you would wear if you were going into a hospital. I guess exactly. Yeah, I guess SARS mask is a good shorthand. Yeah. Because SARS is that avian bird flu, isn't it? I think avian bird flu is probably redundant. Because mm, avian yeah, means that's bird. true. That's true. So the avian flu, well, whatever SARS is, no one wants it. So if you see someone with a mask on like that, you don't want to go approach them anyway. Right. And you also don't want to ask a homosexual man if he has gay AIDS. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's a triple that's a triple. I threat. guess I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. People like to criticize RuPaul because she has integrity. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know her personally. Let's get that very, very clear. I don't know her personally. We're not friends. Um, I was a contestant on her show twice. Mm-hmm. 
we follow each other on Twitter. Um, we've spoken f- like almost 13 words together uh, off the air. Yeah. You know, she's offered me uh, something to drink. Uh-huh. She's offered me um, a, a, bit, a bit of a snack and she's asked me how I'm, I am like a, like a wonderful, mature, adult, responsible, compassionate person. Yeah. Right. I have to say that I have no bone to pick with RuPaul is kind of an understatement. I would like to pick her bone. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I'd like to play her bone. Uh-huh. Not in a sexual way, but I just want to do nothing but pay my respect and make her laugh and, and, and just do anything that I can in order to maintain and encourage her happiness, health, and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, RuPaul is misunderstood. How so? Well, she said it the whole time. I, I like to operate from a place of love, mm-hmm. but sometimes I have to break it down for a motherfucker. Yeah. And that's true. And when people say that, oh, well, she always says the same fucking thing. Everybody say love and peace and amen. That's not redundant. That's integrity. It's staying on message. It's staying on message. It's not, quote unquote, staying on brand. That's the language of a publicist. Now, what do you think of of the assertion that some make that Drag Race is uh, sort of the minstrel show of the gay world? I'm not saying I feel that way. No, I say that a minstrel show. Well, I say that a minstrel show is a minstrel show. People do say that Drag Race is a minstrel show. And I say, um, no, it's not, actually. Drag Race is a show about sensitive men who are getting in touch with their feminine side and who have you who have sort of um, taken this, uh, who have reclaimed their femininity, mm-hmm. turned it into an art form and said, eat it, bitch. Yeah. That's what Drag Race is about. Drag Race is about the, all the things, the most general things that RuPaul talks about. It's about wit. It's about puns. It's about color. Mm-hmm. It's about flavor. It's about style, panache, and then a whole fucking ton of skill sets. It's about entertainment. Uh-huh. It's about taking the piss out of Hollywood. That's what it's all about. And also, doesn't it help a lot of people? Well, I don't know. It didn't help me. <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. Well, I mean, uh, what I'm thinking of more is young folks watching well, the show. Well, great. That's yeah. wonderful. But that is not RuPaul's mission statement. Yeah. RuPaul no, but not, I mean, it's not a bad side effect. It is a side effect. It is a side effect, but it's not a symptom, mm-hmm. right? Ask your doctor if RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> is right for you. Because for a lot of people, RuPaul's Drag Race is not right for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like the Westboro Baptist Church, for example. Or well, people who don't they, love gay people. They've got women. a very small circle of things that they like. They I think. do. And, and listen, I think the Westboro Baptist Church is an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an interesting cult because mm-hmm. it very much is a cult. Yeah. But I love cults. <laughs> What, like, are your, what are your favorite cults? My favorite cults are, um, well, are we going to talk about, so my favorite cults that don't involve money are the cult of Katya. Ah, okay. Because that doesn't involve any money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay my bills to be inside of that cult. You just have to spell cult with a K. That's fair. Yeah. I learned how to tongue pop. Yeah. It's coming through. Hold on. Yeah. That's good. I, I learned it. Yeah. Finally. Ugh, it took forever. <laughs> um, but I, I do a three-pronged approach to my tongue popping. I go... Okay, so it's you've got yeah, your own I twist do, on I it. I do t- a click. I do a guttural click. I yeah. do a pop, a click, and then a, and then a suck. A, it's a inhale. pop, click, and a suck. Oh, sorry, pop, click, and inhale. It's a, <laughs> uh, and then a sigh. So it goes four things. It goes it's like, four it's things. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, doesn't that sound refreshing? It's very refreshing. Well, you're having a tab, so I am having a tab. Let me have a little sip of this. Tab. Yes, enjoy a sip of your tab.
God, that smooth that smooth flavor is going to kill me every time. <laughs> It'll get you that tab. And my favorite RuPaul expression, your country breakfast is ready. It's a good one. Because it's a whore's expression. Oh, okay. The other one she talks about that I love is when you peer into the, when you, when they roll down the window, you know what I'm talking about. When they, when they, they, the royal they, they, yeah. When they roll down the window, because it could be anybody, mm-hmm. it could be a cop, it could be a fireman, it could be a police woman. Mm-hmm. When they roll down the window and you, you, you wiggle up to the car and you say, <clears throat> Excuse me, are you dating? <laughs> I love that. That's good. So, oh my gosh, I was a hooker. Uh huh. Do you, do you know that? I do. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. I was a hooker with a heart of. Gold, when, honey. When did you start? When I hooking. turned thirty. Really, dirty thirty. I said no, ma'am. Uh huh. I have not. I, I was celibate for about oh gosh, many years. Uh huh. And I said no, ma'am. I did not just waste all my twenties. So you not, were celibate for that long. So most of your twenties, all of your twenties, most of my twenties. What I was the last? Very few people in my twenties. So what was the last time that you, or what were what were the circumstances in which you had sex before? Just with certain men's uh-huh. and certain in certain um. Uh, establishments uh, you would meet just yeah just certain men's men's folks yeah. just certain men's, <laughs> men's types yeah, yeah just certain men's types yeah and then i just said to myself no ma'am uh-huh you did not waste all your 20s let's get it cracking so jumping from celibacy into prostitution is quite a leap it is but it's it's a leap of faith mm-hmm. and now how did you go about the first few well, encounters so casualencounters.com. Oh, okay. Right? So This would be Craigslist? This is Craigslist. Now, listen, they have a crackdown on Craigslist. And casual, do they? They do. Because you cannot, you cannot, prostitution is illegal in, in the state of Massachusetts. You better believe it. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's illegal almost everywhere, right? Except Nevada. Of course. Of course. Right. But in Nevada, you're not typically going to be going to Craigslist, probably. No, you're probably going to go to the Bunny Ranch. Sure. The Bunny Ranch or, or, the, or, or, the, or the, the Rabbit Ranch or whatever you want uh-huh. to call it. Yeah. Um, so I had a little Bunny Ranch in my house. And I, w- I said, hop, hop, hop. I'm the bunny. It's good to work from home. It, be your own boss. That, there you Make go. your own hours. Yeah. Flexible schedule. Employee benefits. OSHA doesn't peep around. They don't try to fuck nothing up. <laughs> um, I did have a time clock. Oh, really? No. The, but, but I wish I had. I was going to say because they could punch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> punch the kitty. It's uh, time to work. Yeah. Um, but they never punched my kitty. No, you I was pun- not that. You were the I puncher. Was, I was the puncher. Uh-huh. They were the punchy. It was a punching bag of sorts. So I invited gentlemen into the company of my domicile mm-hmm. for a short while, usually about an, one hour or under. Mm-hmm. And for the the measly coin, I mean, the measly price, I mean, the sorted topic of coin, as you know, is different for everybody. Sure. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. What you got? What do you want? It's all a negotiation. Uh-huh. Like Devin Green talks about uh, relationships, Trump everything relationships trump everything mm-hmm. so it goes like Susie orman says people first then money then things okay so people when it, when a hook when you uh, when a hooker or a, a lady of the night allows somebody into her domicile it's a contract mm-hmm. it says you don't fuck up my shit yeah i won't fuck you up right and then you decide what is the tea yeah, what's so, the procedure what's the, going what's to the be procedure? today? What do you want to do? What are you trying to get into? What's going on? What's off limits? And also, where's my fucking money, bitch? Yeah, that's central to... Uh, that is central. Central yeah. casting. Now, so does that get decided? Money? That gets decided right up top, right? Right up top. Right up the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Because... And, I, and I, I'm a very ballsy lady. <laughs> I'm a very ballsy lady. I'll, I'll, I'll let anybody into my apartment. Because mm-hmm. I'll fucking smoke a bitch. Uh-huh. So you never had that concern of safety? Never. 
But that's me because my dad's a fucking martial arts master. Uh huh. And he trained me right. Okay, so you knew you could take care of yourself. Also, I know where all the knives are. That's true. It is your place. It's my domicile. Yeah. I don't do out calls. Ah, uh, okay. Never. That's the danger then. That's the danger because a lady of the night is a lady. Mm-hmm. And she does not subject herself to conditions and circumstances that she's not aware of. Yeah. So I know where the knives are. I know where the candles are. Oh, you know what? It's 301. Oh, we got a call. to call. All right. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that. It's Vlada, Vlada, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> wait, so wait, we got to talk about pronouns first. Okay. What do you prefer? She, he, Kathy Lee, Regis? <laughs> Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Um, I always go for Kelly myself, yeah. I really don't care. Just not he. You can be you it, got it. they, got it. thing, whatever you, got you it. want. Boom. Got it. Got it. Yep. Okay, so I'm going I'm to stick to she. Okay. That oh, sounds okay. good. Okay, so let me introduce to you. Mr. Craig McNeil. Hello. A seer, a truth teller, <laughs> a temptress, a vixen, a um an artiste with no irony. Okay. Okay. Chromatica. Mm-hmm. So she is the only, she's the everything. She is Vlada <laughs> Benedetti. <laughs> How was that for an introduction, you fucking bitch? <laughs> Thank you. Was that good enough? Because listen, so Vlada and I are separated by one month of time. Uh-huh. Yes. But there's not much that separates us, ho. No. There's really not. So we are yeah. we are pussy connected via a psychic connection. Uh-huh. And this hoe knows more about me than I know about myself. That's the tea. Interesting. Let's hear. She's got a, she's got, okay. So I have, I have employed the services. I have patronized the services of Miss Chromatica, Miss Benedetti, Vlada. And, um, who just to clear things up for listeners is a psychic. Well, I'm not going to call her a psychic. I'm going to call her a fucking truth teller. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but she's worked as a fucking psychic in Salem as a goddamn witch doctor sure. and a witch and in everything as a damn ghostbuster. Is that not true, Vlada? Yes, that is true. Yep. She has worn menti hats, mm-hmm. menti hats. And she has been, she has been at the, in the midst of a whole psychic maelstrom in Salem working for all, all sorts of witches. And mm-hmm. she is a true capital W witch. Ah, Okay. I'm gotcha. talking capital W, a yeah. seer, a feeler, a believer, a truth teller. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that wrong? Nope. That's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, this hoe sees the motherfucking tea. I'll be writing the book. She, a couple people die. She wrote the whole book. She read you, wrote you, then she told you. Just waiting for some, just waiting for some people to die, and then yeah. I can write the book. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that catch. Yeah, you got to yeah. wait. You got to wait for some people to die because, oh my God, she's lived the whole damn thing. Um, <laughs> but so we go way back. We go way, but back to Boston. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're friends. When did yeah. you meet? Yeah. When did we meet, Vlada? 2005. 2005. Holy mm. shit. So that's what? Um, 13. Wait a minute. Yeah, 13 years ago. 13 years. And it's the 13th today, as you mentioned earlier. Oh Oh. my God. That is fucking ookie spooky. Lucky 13. (laughs) That's, I mean, come on, Vlada. That's ookie spooky. Yep. Holy shit. Oh, and it's 333 right now. 
on the thing. No, it is. No, no, no. On the on the on the. Uh, I was just looking at yeah. the, oh, the, 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 time, the time. The time. Yeah, no, the yeah, time yeah. on the time, time stamp. On the time stamp. Yeah, on the tram stamp. Yeah, we're at three twenty. We're gonna go to three thirty three. This is so the tram stamp. Okay, so what? I'm trying not. I'm too excited. <laughs> that's that's an okay thing. Though. I'm too excited. So I'm gonna dial it down. Vlada, who uh-huh. are you? <laughs> Tell me. Tell us who you are, bitch. Tell us who you are. Where did you come from? Who are you? Um, I squirted out of the Rocky Mountains <laughs> from a long line of coal miners and train drivers. Did you really? Who snaked over here from Italy, uh, the southern and the, the northern tips. Yep. And okay. yeah, I've just been bouncing around from which cave to which cave and learning from the elders because you can't learn anything from the youth. Nope. Nope. You cannot. You no. cannot. And you I- got to find the dustiest, oldest book and the dustiest, oldest hag to teach you everything. This sounds like drag, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely have my drag mothers in the witch world, mm-hmm. and uh, they're in their 80s, and um, my mother is one included. No way. Mm-hmm, yep. And uh, yeah, I've just, I've been doing this for 20 years. Holy and- shit. And you read, you read, I mean, when we talk about reading, we talk about the library, but in the drag sense, it's a joke. But what Vlada does is not a joke. Mm-hmm. So I want to be very unambiguously clear about that. So Vlada and I can joke around a lot, especially about Drag Race. Sure. But yes. when it comes, you know what I mean? We can joke about Charlie Hydes and and, and, and Kennedy Davenport and, and Trixie, Trixie Mattel and yeah. Katya. Cameroon! Cameroon! <laughs> but, but what Bibi Zahara Benet does as an artist is something totally different, Right. She'll say Cameroon, and RuPaul will say Cameroon, but we know that Cameroon is a country in Africa, and it's not a joke. Right. But it's the humor of recognition. It's the humor, right. It's uh, the that's humor. where you, you laugh because you're both recognizing something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But what Vlada does is read right. for real. And so I have used her, um, and I paid her. And I've, and I've, and also I've, I've just enjoyed her company. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, and what, what she's helped me to do is sort of, for me personally, is fine tune my artistic vision. How so now? So, well, she has a wealth of knowledge. Sure. But I I'm mean, saying when you're sort of questing for some yeah. answers. So, I'll, so for example, so for example, in, in her, she, what I have, what I've observed with her is that she uses her intuitive sense to, to say no bitch. And yes, bitch. And also, hmm, maybe explore that a little deeper. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember clear as day, we were, um, you and um, and me and another person, Vlada, were on uh, sitting on the floor of my apartment in Boston. And you had me, I had you pull a couple of cards um, or I pulled, I forget who you pulled them, I pulled them, whatever. And they're about certain characters. And I tried to test the witch. And ooh, girl! You tried to pull some fakery. I tried to pull. I tried to pull the patch, <laughs> and she said that character's not developed. And it was a hundred percent true. <laughs> it was like it was. It was so funny. And the thing is, is that the, the Vlada knows me too, so it's not like she's pulling shit out of her ass. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, Vlada, does that happen a lot? People try to run one by you or sort of test. Oh, you? the Pepsi challenge. Yeah, the Pepsi <laughs> challenge. Oh, is that really what it is? What is? Yes. Say more about that. What does that mean? God, people love doing that to anyone who's reading whatever you're reading or, you know, they'll try to 
fake a whole scenario and then when you reveal that you realize it's fake too then that's when they're then they're they're gagged they cry they freak out you know whatever (laughs) because they expect what they expect that they're they're gonna prove that you're a charlatan and therefore they didn't have to put any faith in you yeah exactly yep yes i tried to read somebody last night vlada and you know what i wanted to do i just wanted to say I'm only reading you because I want to have sex with you. <laughs> and I, and, oh, and he, you're a 70s witch. I'm a 70s witch. I totally am, Vlada. I'm a total 70s witch. What's I, your sign and all that sort of thing? Yeah, it's like, hey, baby, what's your sign? It's like, hey, baby, can I give you a ride? I'm a stranger with candy. Ah, that's what it is. You just need your van. I just need my van. I, I need my little psychic van. It's like... Hey, little boy. Are you over the age of 18? Yeah. You're the Jerry Blank of witches. I am the Jerry Blank. I like the pole and the hole. Vlada, <laughs> when did you first realize that you had these abilities? Yes. Uh, Well, growing up, my mom was always like telling me, oh, I know Aunt, Aunt Cheryl's going to call today. And then she'll call in like an hour. We'll be in the, the mall, which we spent many hours of my entire life at the mall Mm -hmm. and she'd be like oh we're gonna run into blah 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 and then there they are they come right around the corner yeah wow so she was always into it and um you know just growing up with typical catholic religion i never really felt i felt like there was so much more and then i read about mythology and and such and astrology and got really obsessed with it in middle school and then i got my first deck of cards uh, right after high school and I just started reading them and it just like picked up really fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I, then maybe 10 years later, I ended up doing it for a big art event and I read like 300 people in a row and Holy it was really shit. great. And I was like, Oh, I want to keep doing this. So, and I, and now at this point in my life, I mean, I don't need to read cards. I can. Yeah. I have a bag of rocks I use. I read people's food that they're eating. I mean, mm-hmm. I can read many different things. It doesn't have to be cards. And also, we can read outfits like nobody's business. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> like, we talk about Anna Winter a lot, I feel like. And, you know, the thing that Anna Winter always says is, the one thing you should never wear is head-to-toe black. Because I think that she, what she means is that when you wear head-to-toe black... Everybody wants your opinion because you're a witch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. Also, when you're if you're wearing head to toe black and you're Italian, that means don't talk to me. Somebody has died. Ah. <laughs> yes, very true. You know, well, Vlad, I, I was also curious. How many people do you think have some innate abilities that they ignore or blunt because it's not taboo, but it's not sort of the done thing to believe in them? Oh, well, I I mean, I think it's very similar to being an artist. Everyone is creative. Everyone can make something. But there's something innate where some people are just going to be, it's going to come more naturally to them. It doesn't mean everyone can't do it. It's just some people are just, they love doing it and they end up being better at it than others. But I think everyone has the ability. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I I agree with you. And I'm so naive that I was like, I never doubted that witchcraft was real, like ever, uh-huh. ever. And I, and for me, Vlada, like I was, it took me to, it took me reading the satanic Bible 
mm. to realize mm. that, oh, it's a different kind of magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, for, for example, I remember Anton LaVey talked about this. Being invisible means being undesirable. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you want to make yourself invisible, darling, just be a poor person at a rich function. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. if you truly want to be an invisible, just be, become persona non grata. Could you describe witchcraft a little more for those who just have a very surface sense of it, or maybe the information that they have is based more on movies yes. or common yeah, yeah, go do folklore. It. Give it, give us, give us, Vlada, give me, like, okay, uh, let's do a little role play if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. So, hey, hey, witch lady. Like, um, <laughs> so, like. You're being all witchy. Yeah, you're like, you're being all witchy and stuff, and I know you got, like, long hair. And like you wear all black and stuff, but like you got that nice necklace. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you got that like purple necklace and the red underpants <laughs> and stuff. Like, and you live in Salem, so like, hey, witch lady, can you cast a spell on my ex-husband to make his head blow off? <laughs> get those goddamn payments in. Yeah, and is I only got thirty dollars. It's like, so what would you say to that person? I mean, well, that's that's a very real scenario. You know, I worked in Salem yep. for like six years at a witch shop yeah. on the wharf. So every day I got people with that accent coming in. Oh my God. Um, yeah, basically, I mean, for me, it's about being wise. And, he- and this is one thing I will say is that a lot of people, I'm not going to name names and communities and such, but... They live these lifestyles that are just absolute garbage and they treat people like shit and, you know, they're junkies, this, that, or the other, and they're not living a life through wisdom. I feel like people who study Taoism or, um, you know, understand the flow of life and are able to let go and release, those people are, I feel, really doing witchcraft because they are, they're living their life with intention to not have intention. It's like they don't want anything. That and is, so things wow. kind of come to them. So it's like this really, it's like a leaf blowing in the wind type of thing. It, it, I think the hardest thing in life is to act without intention, to not be benevolent. And I think a lot of these people end up doing witchcraft, in quotes, because they're angry, they're bitter, they want to hurt someone, they want they want to get something they don't have. And and that's kind of a lack of witchcraft because they're not using wisdom. They're not coming from a wise place. And the word itself comes from wise, wizened witch, you know, witchcraft. It's like we use the word witch from like the old English and Germanic. Um, but I mean, in Italian, when I worked, I worked for, I'm Sicilian and Northern Italian, but I work, worked for a Sicilian um, strega and she also calls us mago. It's like we're the magi. And it's it's yeah. it's more about working with, um, working with symbols, but ritual, not necessarily to always connect with deities and such, but more of like the act of the psychological ritual, you know. Wow, so, that you just described Buddhism. Yeah, it is very similar. I mean, I I feel like there are so many religions. I I love, um, you know. Com- connecting all of these different things in the world because they all at the root have really major similarities but yeah. people kind of take the the floral parts of them and pluck yeah. them off and use them in a in a really negative sense so. right yeah like i mean example you <clears throat> literally 
the the that image is interesting to me because it's I immediately think of plucking the flower from a certain tradition and putting it on a shield and going to battle. Yes. Yep. You know, and and, yeah. and all of that stuff plays into it. I mean, I'm not Wiccan. Uh, that's you know that was created in the 50s, but like okay, um, the the like witchcraft, the folk folk magic, all of that is like very deeply rooted and. Yeah. I think, um, not to ramble, but in terms of communities that practice this so- sort of thing, another thing that's important that we talk about with people who ask these questions is a community is what you need to practice uh, folk magic and witchcraft because that way, you know, if somebody comes in and they, they're schizophrenic or whatever, there are things and rituals and things you can do to help or heal a situation in a community that all understands that. Whereas if you're doing that in an isolated situation and you tell someone, Oh, I saw this or I'm experiencing this, or I'm trying to break up with my, you know, past relationship. So I cut this cord. They don't have the, the mental um, system. It's not socially, it's not socialized for them. So it's not going to stick with the whole community. Whereas when you have a community who understands that vernacular, then you can all practice it together. And then you actually have healing that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, it's, it's, oh, wow. This is actually blowing my mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so naive, but we, so it's funny because we, I sort of take for granted the fact that, you're one of the most intelligent people I fucking know. Right back at you. Well, it's it's but it's interesting <laughs> because like we can we can connect over um what is beautiful and we can connect yeah. over what is good and then we can connect over what is interesting. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think that last part, the what is interesting to us is definitely not for the average bear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, but mm-hmm. I remember so <clears throat> So like just talking about because Craig and I were talking about recovery earlier and talking about healthful living and and I am very um, so I I did a um, a meeting in uh, Arizona and there was a man who was uh, an indigenous population Native American mm. and and he had a giant piece of uh, quartz hanging from mm. his from a necklace and then a huge mm-hmm. horn in one ear. And, um, and he told a story about non-judgment mm-hmm. and the tears came out of my eyes without knowing mm-hmm. what he was even saying. It was just the quality of his voice and the, 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 the tone of it. He was actually chastising the people in the room, but I felt like he was talking to me about them. And I, and in his, what I, the intuitive sense that I was getting from his tone was, do not be afraid. This is your home and you belong here. Oh, interesting. Isn't that fascinating? But what he was actually saying, because then I, I, I did not hear any of the words, mm-hmm. any of the language. We went back into the, the halfway house, or sorry, not the halfway house, the rehab center. And the, and the guys were like, yeah, I didn't really like that meeting. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And I was not ashamed of the tears. The tears just come. Mm-hmm. But what he was doing was speaking to my soul through his. There was a two-spirit connection. 
because I felt in my life like a woman and I also felt like a man, but I'm both. Because like you talked about Tsublada, it's the Strega and the Maga or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The Empress yeah. and the Emperor. The and devil. The devil and the savior. Mm-hmm. In every person, you have the, the high priestess and the magician. Right? Yeah. And sometimes to be creative, I mean, we both went to art school, so yeah. we also have that part of us. But I think to be creative, you ha- if you're male, you have to castrate yourself almost in that yes. you're not making work from the libido necessarily, no. but from a deeper feminine pit of yeah. of this darkness and not in evil but the the darkness of sort of the way the the Tao, if you will that is not necessarily hard it's the soft it's the the yielding yeah and in the void right the void exactly. and like like i make a joke that say but babies don't live <laughs> 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 but it's not about taking the pain of the world into your bum hole <laughs> it's about opening up the void in your soul <laughs> and saying, what's in this blackness? What's in the lodge? Mm-hmm. You know, and going inside the lodge and saying, what is this notion of hell? What is this pain all about? And as gay men, for me personally, I always thought, oh, it's my emotional vulnerability that is my liability. No, 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 no. As a man and as a woman, my emotional vulnerability is my asset. Yeah. Right? But my lack of shame is confusing to people. Because <laughs> you know me, like, I'm not ashamed of nothing. No. Like, it's retarded. Oh, sorry, I can't say retarded, but my aunt is retarded, so I'm just going to say it's silly. <laughs> well, also, you know, from Massachusetts, it's hard to drum that word out yeah, of your vocabulary. Yeah, it's fucking retarded, dude. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. That but, and wicked. Yeah. Right, wicked and retarded. No, retarded means slow. Yes. And I am this Vlada, please pull no punches and just tell a bitch. I am a little slow. <laughs> you can admit it. Please admit it. I'm not trying to get you to embarrass me, but well, I'm a little idiot slow. Savant. It's, it's the, the idiot. idiot savant. <laughs> <laughs> You're fishing for insults, which is a, a new I am fishing for insults because Vlada will tell me she'll tell me straight up. And she doesn't embarrass me because we do it in private. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've gone to her in manic fits before mm. not on drugs by the way right manic fits before where i am like trying to like rap and stuff and you know and, and, and do all <laughs> kinds of stuff and like tell sp- i'm think i'm like casting a spell on somebody meanwhile i'm just trying to be eminem the rapper you know and <laughs> and it but and she's always i remember one time you said to me she's like i was smiling the whole time which means that she loves me yeah you know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the, and it, and the thing is, is like I'll go to Vlada for advice and for guidance, for artistic guidance and advice, and also also about love because mm-hmm. I love very deeply. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I'm a fucking fool. <laughs> I am Boo Boo the fool when it comes to love. Most people are. Most though. people are, but Vlada is a she is a wise being. <laughs> I try to be. I mean, you are. I think about Parker Posey in the House of Yes, and I say, is that an evening dress? It certainly looks like an evening dress. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't get any wiser than Miss Benedetti. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Fuck fuck you all. Vlada, do you find that a lot of people who um, seek your counsel are looking for guidance in that area? Love in particular? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've read all kinds. 
I've I seriously feel like I've read every type of human being there is mm-hmm. and they all want to know ultimately about love whether it's romantic or or familial or um self love but uh-huh. I always joke that like if I ever had my own shop, I'd just have in the waiting room a DVD of He's Just Not That Into You. <laughs> we just talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we did just talk we about that. We literally just yeah. talked about that. And it's so- I'll just have stacks of the DVD. Here you go. Take <laughs> yeah. this home. Yeah. You don't need a reading. You know, He's just not that into you. Is that generally the end result most of the time with those sort of questing love things? Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, and I relate to this. And when I read people, I try to relate to them on this level. But there's a lot of unrequited love and there's a lot of lopsided situations. There are, I mean, we are primates and monogamy is like such a weird thing to force us into. And I think it can exist if you, if you don't fear loss and if you're not afraid to be alone then it can exist because you can cohabitate with someone else that you love and respect but now that is a very evolved well, you, okay hold on i'm gonna stop you right there because that <clears throat> in my opinion is something that is a very evolved that you just like gl- you just like completely glided over <laughs> that like jackie joiner cursing over a hurdle mama. <laughs> because if you are not afraid to be alone that is a tall order for most people. Hmm. It yeah. is very difficult, yeah. Do you think monogamy is a is a death wish? Uh I do I do think that it corrupts uh the heart on both sides and I think what happens is people you start to see I mean this is so typical everyone relates to this. You start to get annoyed by the other person for the littlest dumbest bullshit and then you realize you know, once you leave the relationship, then you can sometimes fondly think back on situations or or not. But I think, yeah, it's really hard to to put yourself in a monogamous situation as we're apes. You know, we're not. You know, we're not really monogamous creatures. So, okay, well, that just blew my mind. What do you think yeah. it is about the primate that we are underneath that lends itself to those pining? lopsided situations that you know kind of result in being told well maybe they're not that into you i appreciate that question because i do try to look at humans as primates all the time and not something special because we're not but i i think what it is is we don't want to be alone and we all have that major fear i mean i think that's at the root of everything people are afraid to die why because you'll be alone people are afraid of you know they need a gun to protect themselves, patriotism, all this shit. It all comes down to feeling invalid or alone and the ultimate fear of death. So I think once you get rid of those fears, you accept them, then you can be with someone else and you aren't having to look for this perfect person. You can find someone else who also is fine with being alone and uh, you can make a space together. But I think, I think as the homo sapien, we're, we're inclined to sort of have this partnership or this pairing, but through society and, you know, over the centuries, we have this weird fake romanticism that has, has popped up. I mean, even the lover's card, people are like, Oh, love marriage. But that's, that is not how I read it at all. It's more about Mm -hmm. your divorce from yourself. That's why this card has popped up. 
you're divorced from yourself, your higher thinking, and you're looking for a Cupid to make you fall in love with something when really you need to ask yourself, what am I married to now that I actually don't want to be connected to anymore? Mm-hmm. And what is, what does my heart really want? And, and, um, you know, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love someone else? You know? <laughs> no, seriously though. <laughs> but that's really true. I mean, I, that I think is one of the most profound, you know, sayings is, is yeah. sort of like, you know, people, people dog on that saying also, but I think it's like, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And I mean, yeah, you know, the you, whole, the whole journey of the fool in the tarot is all about that. It's like, you know, first you go through one, cards one through 10 of the major arcana and it's about the daytime, the reality, what's actually happening. And then you go through, you know, 11 through 20 and it's like, okay, what's the night, what is your ideals that you're constantly trying to search for? And, mm. and then can you be aware? And, you know, I think the universe card then would be actually, instead of everything, it should be nothingness. It's like, you finally yeah. let go of everything. Nothing. Yeah. You know, whereas the fool is like an egg, you know, you have this complete potential. So, you know, it's funny because I, so I read the cards um, as an entertainment thing for myself. And I have, um, I give readings as only in, only in the v- very strict sense of the word as entertainment, uh-huh. because uh, <laughs> no, but the, the t- emphasis ex- on taint, the taint, <laughs> because because I like like Vlad has said, I'm a '70s witch. I want to mm-hmm. sleep with everybody. <laughs> I am a slut. I am a sensitive, loving, underestimated trollop. You're you a know, Taurus. I'm a Taurus. I'm a tourist. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just a bull mama and that and yeah. all the china shops are just good enough for me. <laughs> you know, I don't care what I don't care what kind of china shop you got. These horns will go into anything. <laughs> but as long as it's wrapped up. But, but but anyways, um Is there actually um a good pairing for each sign, Vlada? Do you subscribe to oh, that? Oh yeah, I think so for sure, yeah. Who do you think is my ideal pairing? Please please tell me, Barbara, please. Oh. Okay, well, you and I share all of our outer planets, so I mean, I, we I, are soulmates. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that retarded. Oh, oh yeah, God totally. Damn it. But we're totally actual agree. soulmates. Yeah, no, we actually yeah. are. We share, share a lot in common. But you're a Gemini. Yeah, yes. But yeah. Taurus and Gemini go great together because it's Earth and air. You know. Yeah. You have you create some some dusty tornadoes. But I saw uh, a dusty tornado a couple times in <laughs> Hamburger Marys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you older. talking about someone's look? Well, no, I mean, they were older. I'm not, you know, but uh, God bless them. Okay. And, uh, yeah, please welcome to the stage, Miss Dusty, Dusty Tornado. tornado. <laughs> Come on, Tempest du Jour. Yeah. Um, oh, is that, she is a Dusty Tornado because she's from Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, or, or, or Tucson or somebody. Who cares? Moving on. <laughs> she summers in Tucson. She's yeah. from Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so who who should whom should I be looking for? <laughs> somebody nice, somebody I can talk to, somebody I can really be myself, or with. someone rotten. Yeah, somebody rotten. Oh yeah, a little garbage pail child. <laughs> well, I love a garbage pail child. I've dated one, and I <laughs> okay, love. So stay him. away from them. <laughs> okay, I know, but I loved him. Okay, I really well, here's did. the thing about here's the thing about Taurus, and especially Taurus women who you are yes. embodying. Yes, they are they are a very dominant energy and so it's very it's very hard to satisfy them sorry it's very hard to satisfy them my boss my my stregonona is a taurus and Mm -hmm. she did not 
she did not marry her current husband for 36 years they dated. 36 oh wow. fucking years. Wow. And her previous two husbands, she kicked out, beat, you know. <laughs> she she doesn't have time, you know. It's I don't have any time. You don't have time. You 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 can fall in love with people and you're going to be a, you're going to draw people because, you know, you have the Venusian energy and <sighs> You know, beauty, blah blah blah. I thought you just have Venetian blinds, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Venetian blinds always too. Always open, yeah. always peeking out. <laughs> well, why doesn't anybody satisfy me, Vlada? It's because true. The bull has a large appetite. Okay, I have a voracious sexual appetite. I've realized. Yes. Once I put and down all the drugs, Vlada, holy bullshit! Will you get rid of those vasoconstrictors and? But but see the thing is that I have an appetite. I we were talking about sex is one thing. Yeah, the cum shot is never the goal. Mm-hmm. It's the whole activity. It's the so. whole activity. It's the wooing. It's the courting. It's the it's the whole rigmarole. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to the cum shot, I'm I'm on to my next victim. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, that's because you have a lot of Gemini influence. So okay. your your brain gets bored really really fast ideas are coming into your head at lightning speed yeah. you have like a pikachu inside of your mind that is just gobbling up information spewing it out constantly yeah and so that that can be really mentally exhausting for yourself and also so, for other people hello yeah right so what you need is you need somebody who is going to allow you to tap into your emotional sides not from a cerebral place but a feeling place oh somebody who's going to make me cry I'm yeah, over, but, but someone I'm over who, the tears, though. in a good over, way, though, I'm over think, the tears. In a good way, someone yeah. who can everybody who trying can, to make me cry. <laughs> someone who can cry with you and not really like watch you cry. You know? Oh, that is fabulous. Like Friday. not someone inflicting someone something on you. Right? But someone yeah. who's well, I've been inflicted and I have been afflicted, darling. Let me tell you, Barbara, please. <laughs> Vlada, what is a good match for an Aquarian? I'm an Aquarian, so I'm curious. Oh, an Aquarian. Of course you'd be an Aquarian with a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dawning of the age of your mom's huge ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Aquarians can be very susceptible to Leos. Interesting. I say susceptible because fire signs. I feel like Aquarians often have requited love. Um, They'll always have... Usually someone who, you know, they fell for or someone who they secretly always harbor this romance for. Um, they can often be kind of collectors of vintage vinyl or beautiful old things. They have all this old info, but then they're also really technologically inclined. So they're always doing things digitally and technologically. And um, they also view society from the outside. Interesting. So... Like a, a a Gemini is always communicating with them with the self, thinking uh-huh. about the mind. The Libra is communicating with the other. The Aquarius is communicating with the with society. They're on a bigger a bigger spectrum. So Vlada, you okay? <laughs> you this is pretty <laughs> fucking. I'm not going to use the word psychic <laughs> because I'm just staring at. Records, one section of the records, speakers, yeah. mm. uh-huh. stacked technology from ages of yore, <laughs> uh-huh. and then I'm also looking at 
a modern setup that is confusing to my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> we have analog and digital. We have, play. it's literally uh, the whole, it looks like we're in a technology warehouse right now. <laughs> and it's his home. Very neatly appointed though, I will say. It is very neat. No, it is for the listeners at home. No doubt. It is very, excuse me, Bob. <laughs> that was also for the listeners. Yes, that was for the listeners. It is a, and um, if you could see, if you could see the artful arrangement of a vintage uh, movies, VHS tapes, albums, mm. all of mm. it. In a, in, there's a story. There's, yep. there's a narrative flow. Of course. There's suggestion. There's provocative placement. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> there's lots of things going on here, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can of course see you, yes. you from my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we should, I have wait, to have so a wait, cigarette. Wait. Okay, but before we do, because okay. uh, I'm, I'm fascinated to know. So uh, for uh, romantic partnering who is or oh, yeah. who are good candidates for an Aquarian like myself okay so I did mention fire signs a Gemini is actually excellent for an Aquarius because yeah. we love information we love sharing it and the Aquarius will then hear about a movie that a Gemini talks about or a story or book and they'll go collect it and they'll collect everything about it <laughs> yeah that's and then the Gemini right, yeah. will be really impressed uh-huh. and then they're just they can talk for for hours and centuries and eons. They they love being around each other. Also a Libra. Libras are very beautiful, but they can be a little too sometimes they can be too out of balance for an Aquarius. So I would stick with someone who is uh maybe a Leo. Uh Sagittarius is gonna be a little not good for you. I've heard that. Why run. is that again? Because an Aquarius is gonna get you're gonna you're a fixed sign, so you're gonna get fixated on on the Sagittarius. And Sagittarius hates the word love. They always <laughs> want to be in love, but they don't like ever being captured in a gotcha. sense. And and yeah. an Aquarian is a collector. They really are collectors. Sure. So and I don't think a Sagittarius is gonna be quite smart enough for you unless they have other air signs in their chart. Gotcha. Um but definitely Leo. Taurus is a good match for an Aquarius. Uh-huh. Ooh. Um <laughs> potentially an Aries um they they can be kind of good for you but usually signs that are before you or after are really great so a Capricorn or a Pisces they can be really great for you interesting okay yeah well that's great thank you Vlada okay yeah so I'm gonna go have a cigarette you have to come back yeah we'll have to have you back it'll be great this is also may I please pay you another compliment Vlada your speaking oh, voice your speaking voice is like butter oh really do i have a lisp i feel like i have a lisp nope no okay. no it's it's crisp and beautiful and articulate and hypnotic oh well thank you so is yours <laughs> thank you very much barbara please <laughs> well thank you for having me thank you for doing yes, this thanks. this is this is this kind of blew my mind and i and i've known you for 13 fucking years so what the yeah. fuck <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, how do you? Um, are you accepting um, emails? <laughs> are you accepting emails. any? Are you accepting emails? Oh yeah, you can email me. Like, but I mean, like, can can listeners can, yeah. can, can listeners get in touch with you somehow? Do they? Do you want that to happen? Do you not want oh, that to sure. happen? Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. What's your social medias? Um, you can just directly email me. Okay, cool. So if people want a reading, would you be able to? Would you? How do you read people? Would you? Are you still doing that? Like, are you doing it remotely? Do, or is that not a thing anymore? 
Oh yeah, I wrote, I read people mostly remotely right now. Oh, okay, oh, good. So um, how can people get in yeah. touch with you for a reading? I do I do Skype readings, FaceTime readings. Oh, perfect. I like to look at the person because yeah. I like to show them the cards or the rocks or the spaghetti or whatever. I'm eating, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Betty spaghetti. Let's see. Hey, show, show me, me the, the money. Yeah. Show hey, me show that. me the spaghetti. Betty but... spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Spaghetti. <laughs> hey, 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 witch lady. Show me them rocks. Um, yeah. So you you real witch? You got like spaghetti? Yeah, you, yeah. You got like penny regatta. <laughs> Or whatever you're rigatoni. What, 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 what do you got? What, what are you working with? Meatballs. <laughs> so, um, how can people? What's your email? Uh, you can email me at the email you've been using. So, okay, just v- Vlad.chromatica. Okay, Vlad.chromatica. That's at gmail.com, and we'll yep. put that up on the website. Um, okay, and we'll throw it out into the ether when this goes up. Yeah. Great. Fabulous. Wonderful talking with you. Thank, thank you, you so again. much, Vlada. Yes, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Talk to Bye. you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. Give it a beep, bop, 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 bop,